theyeshiva.net. Tonight's shear is dedicated in the merit of Yitzchak ben Belima. May he have a complete and speedy recovery of Rufur Shlema, Rufur Kreiva, and Arichis Yomim, Rishonim Toivis with Menucha Sanafish and Menucha Saguf. This evening, I'm going to go through a variety of questions that we received at the email of emuna at the yeshiva.net. The questions are not necessarily connected, and I guess all, que- all questions are connected, but uh, explicitly they're not connected. I just chose a variety of questions. I'm going to try to go through as many as I can that people ask. Some of the questions were asked by many people, but I'm just choosing one because it expresses the theme and the main part of the question. Okay, the first question, I have to say, is quite a very interesting question. Some of you are going to, some of you are going to find it perhaps humorous, but the person who asked it, more than one person asked it, a few people asked it, seemed very sincere. This was asked by a yeshiva student, by a bacher, who has the following question. I listen a lot to your shiurim, to your classes, including the series on Amuna and many other classes. I am also a dedicated and loyal Satmira Chassid. I hear you quote and teach often teachings of Chassidus. It's clear that your ideas or some of them, or many of them, come from the teachings of various svarim of Hasidus. I have a serious question, maybe you can address it. I asked a few people, nobody gave me a satisfactory or intelligent answer. As a dedicated Satmir Chassid, I was told many times that the Satmir Rebbe, the Divri Yoyal, said that Nishtakha Teres Habal the Torah of the Baal Shem Tev has been forgotten in this generation. Am I being disloyal to the Shitta of Satmer by listening to your classes? Is there a contradiction between the two? One of your uh, classes in the Amunah series was, What is Hasidus? You gave a lengthy explanation about some of the fundamental teachings of the Baal Shem Tev and Hasidus. And you seem to suggest that they are extremely relevant for our times and our generation. But my Rebbe, the Satmi Rebbe said that Nishtakha, the Torah of the Baal Shem Tov was forgotten. Does that mean I have to stop listening to these shiurim because it's a different shita? <laughs> well, you asked the right person. <laughs> and I'm going to give you a very, uh, I think, a very sincere and honest answer. And that is, 
this mistake, this error comes often when people hear a line and they're not familiar with the context in which the statement was said. And uh, it's sad because very often we can misconstrue ideas of somebody when we don't appreciate what we call the reka, the background, the context, the full picture of what was being communicated and what was being said. And I want to explain this clearly to you and others who had this question so they can understand it. But in order to really appreciate what I'm going to say and see how this is quite obvious and a given, I'm going to quote to you something else and ask you, the questionnaire, the one who asked the question, how can you explain this? There is a sefer that is very well known called Baal Shem Tev, Al Hatayra. The author compiled many, many teachings of the Baal Shem Tev scattered in various svarim, and he organized them according to the portions of Torah. It was printed in the year Tavshin Gimel, I believe, in 1943. I have the Sefer, like many of you probably have the Sefer. I was looking at the Haskamas. In the beginning of the Sefer, there are Haskamas, endorsements. I translate everything. Approbations that were given by various people, by various great people, to endorse the publication of the Sefer. Sure enough, I see a Haskama from none other than the Holy Satmir Rebbe the Divrei Yoyal, Rabbeinu Yoyal titled Boim Zechet Tzadik V'Kadosh Levracha. And I see that this Haskama has been republished in Igrois Maharit, Ois Kufmem Zayin. And these are the words of the Satmir of Zechet Tzadik Levracha. Bikesh me'iti litin loik sav melitzo liknois mimenu ha-sefer ha-kadosh me'abal shem aleinu. The publisher asked me to give a haskama for this holy book compiling the teachings of the Baal Shem Tev. says the Satmer Rebbe, ein tzorich One does not need any approbation, any endorsement. Ki milo yeda goidel erech gdusha zeh ha-sefer shelo inire keboisem ha-zeh sefer mesudir heitiv mitaris rabbein ha-bal Shem Tev davar dibur mesudir aloifanav al-seh de-parshiyus ha-shavua. Who is unaware of the extraordinary greatness and holiness of this book? Such fragrance, such deliciousness, such beauty has never been seen. A book that organizes so well the teachings of the Baal Shem Tov on the parsha. Va'av bin Niglois, kol dibur mitaydes rabbeinu ha-Baal Shem Tov misameach nefesh kol chai, umalhiv ha-leiv la'avaydes Hashem Yisbarach. Even on the most basic surface level of the Baal Shem Tov's teaching, each line, each saying, each statement of the Baal Shem Tev brings joy to the soul of every living creature. And, uh, and stirs up and fires up every heart to serve Hashem. Certainly when you get to the deeper layers, you're going to a place where you can go deeper and deeper. You can't even find the full depth. It reaches even beyond our comprehension. Echod Echod Likach Bracha Al Toich 
It is worthwhile and proper for every single individual to take this blessing into his home. To purchase this holy book. And in the merit of the holiness of the Torah of the Baal Shem Tev, God will save us from this exile and allow us to see the salvation and the simch of the Jewish people riding in middle of the war. So now I ask you, Tayyid Asatmir Abachir, a question. The Divrei Yoel Bechvoy says that every person should bring this safe into his house and even a most basic surface level reading of each line of the Baal Shem Tev fires up the heart to serve Hashem and brings joy Misameach brings joy to the soul of every single person. So I ask you, this is the message of Nishtakha Teres of Hashemtiv as it was portrayed to you. The Torah of the Hashemtiv was forgotten. It's irrelevant. It's applicable. If you would ask the Satmir Rebbe, I want to fire up my heart to the service of Hashem. You think he would agree with that or disagree with that? I think I could say fairly truthfully, and I think every genuine Satmer Chassid or admirer will agree with me that one of his greatest purposes in life was to fire up people's hearts for Avodah Hashem, to be Mesameach Nefesh Kolchai towards Avodah Hashem. And here he tells you how to do this. In his own words, this is not Nepi Ashmuah, this is not Kleshani. In fact, I saw another Sefer. <laughs> Somebody wrote a Sefer called Medrash Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem Tev that was printed in Tofresh Pei Zayin, 1927. And there's also a bunch of haskamas, a bunch of agreements. And I saw at the end of all the haskamas, the publisher writes, V'yesh oidi ti michtav etzem ksav yat kodesh, mikvayt kedushas agoyin atzadikam uforsum l'shem ulatil l'kodesh shem nuloi, mireinu arav yoyel teitl boim shlita, ava ab'av bezdin kihila kadisha krala, yevorchem tzureinu v'yishmereim. I have a letter written in the holy handwriting of Rabbeinu Yoel Teitelbaum, the Satmir Rebbe, who was then the Rav, the Av Bezdin of the city of Krala. In his letter, he extols and praises the tremendous benefit of collecting all the teachings of the Holy of Holies, the Balshemtiv, and he says it's a great mitzvah to help that these ideas should be spread out to the world. But because of his tremendous holy humility, he would not allow me to publish his endorsement as though he is the man who is endorsing and needs to endorse the teachings of the Baal Shem Tev. But he did want that wherever I come, people should help me and strengthen me. So I ask you, my dear, tired, beloved Bacharel, here the Satmer Rebbe's Chusso Yogan Aleinu Valkoy Yisrael says that it's a great Toyelas to bring together all these teachings and it should be spread around the world. What's the benefit of bringing together all the teachings when it's not for our generation? These are his own sacred and holy words. I took out two Haskamas because they simply say it quite Clearly and explicitly, I don't think one can doubt it if they have intellectual integrity. But I don't think I have to add the obvious, and that is 
after the war, who was the person who brought to America and tried to revive so many of the Hasidic customs, traditions, garments, lifestyle. It was the Satmir Rebbe, Zeichet Tzadik Levracha. From when he arrived here, I think in Tavshin Vav 1946, till the sad day of his passing, Chavav of Tavshin Lametes, this 26th day of Av, 1979. Did I get the date right? You wouldn't know. I got it right. I remember. Chavav of, I remember when it happened. Chavav of Tavshin Lametes. I know he went to Eretz Yisrael. I know, I know he went to Eretz Yisrael. 46, yeah. He lived and breathed the lifestyle, the teachings, the garments, the derech of Chassidus. And how many times in his svarim, if you read his svarim, all of his svarim, how many times does he quote the Baal Shem Tev and his teachings? What's with Nishtak Ketaris of Baal Shem Tev? So my dear Bacharel, you have nothing to worry. Now you're going to ask me, what did he say? This is where you have to know the original. I don't know how many have read the Svarim. I did. So he has a Sefer Vayoyal Moshe. Sefer Vayoyal Moshe, there's a Kuntras called Kuntras Shalish Shvuas. In Kuntras Shalish Shvuas, I think it's Ois Kuf Pehei, towards the end, Mamash at the end. Chapter Kuf Pehei, 185. This is where he says it. I didn't print it out, but I'm telling you from memory. And the context of what the Satmar Rebbe is saying is something completely different. And that is, he writes there in previous chapters, that there are many people in this generation who are using the Baal Shem Tev and his students to be light and not to be strict when it comes to rejecting anything that compromises Torah and mitzvahs. They use the Baal Shem Tev and his students to, uh, to tolerate and to justify all types of movements or people who have brought in leniencies to Torah or completely rejected the path of Torah. And he says, Chas v'shalem, to use the Baal Shem Tev, and Rebbe Melech of Lezhensk, and Rebbe and he goes through many names, if it's bringing to any compromise, or any pshara, or any lack of hidur, and absolute commitment to Yerushamayim, and the Torah and mitzvahs. And people who are quoting the Baal Shem Tev, and using the Baal Shem Tev, he's completely taking it out of context. And this derech that they think, that like the Baal Shem Tev, they know how to be able to tolerate all negativity and all rejection of Torah and mitzvahs, and they blame it on the Baal Shem Tev, it's completely nishtakich in this generation. They should not use the Baal Shem Tev and his students as a justification to tolerate any compromises and any movements that alienate in any form or make any compromises or rejections of Torah and mitzvahs. That's the one idea that the Satmar Rebbe is bringing out. Everybody could look at it, it's very clear. To think that the Satmar Rebbe, did not want that you should learn Chassidus or be inspired by the Torah of Baal Shem Tev or by the teachings of Chassidus from the Baal Shem Tev or from his students, I think is ludicrous, it's absurd. If you would go in today to the Satmar Rebbe, and you would tell him that you're listening to these shiurim, he would be very grateful he would encourage you, he would compliment you, he would give you a blessing to continue and to go from strength to strength, to be mesameach leiv kol chai, umalhiv kol levav, la'avoydus Hashem Yisbarach. That's what I absolutely, absolutely believe. And I see at least many people agree with me as well. And I should just add the obvious 
that it's hard to find a person like the Satmar Rebbe who had such burning Avas Yisrael in him and Avas Atayra in him and Avas Hashem in him and made it his life's mission to reinvigorate the Jewish people with Avas Hashem, Avas Atayra, Avas Yisrael and Yerushalayim when he himself is made the Torah Sabal Shem Tev is the greatest way to do this. So I believe it's a Dava Borer, it's clear that the Satmar Rebbe would be the first one to encourage each one of his Hasidim and each one of his followers and disciples, whether those who knew him in his lifetime or their students or their children or their grandchildren, to learn and study and in, 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 indulge in it and Tamu Uruki Toiv Hashem taste uh, the extraordinary wellsprings of the Baal Shem Tev and all of his students. Dear Rabbi Jacobson, I have a question. We come from a very religious Jewish family and a Hasidic Jewish family. I have a brother who from a very young age was passionate about medicine. It's hard to believe, but he got it done. He uh, learned and studied and he got into medical school. And he has become a doctor. He's brilliant and he's a great, great boy. He's going to be graduating now. My father refuses to come to the graduation. I cannot fathom why my father would not come to my brother's graduation. I want to understand from you why my father would not come and also my father respects you. Maybe you could share your opinion about if it's right or wrong for my father to come to my brother's graduation from medical school. (laughs) It's interesting how diverse the Jewish people are. For some fathers, this would be like a dream come true. My son, a doctor? Wow, wow. It's greater than being the president of the United States. A whole generation of Jews. My son, the doctor. The comedians used to say, a Jewish mother, if she has a normal son, a doctor. If he's a little slow, a lawyer. If he's retarded, an accountant. If he's mamish toit meshuga, he could become a rabbi. So what some people see, the height of blessings, others see as uh, the greatest curse. I don't know if it's my job here to explain the father, although I could probably give a sheer explaining the father's uh, perceptions and and, and mahalach hachayim and shita, but I'm going to speak to the father. I don't know if he's listening to me, but I'll speak to the father directly. Really, without getting into, it's obvious that you're pained by the fact that your son went to medical school. You probably wanted your son to remain in yeshiva and koilal his whole life, and you would support him, and he would be a yoshev oil, and he would know only of ruchnius and Torah and mitzvahs, all in the walls of Taras HaKodesh, of Kedusha Vitara, and he would not have any connection with the world of university and college, and the medical field, which is so open, and you come in contact with so many different types of people, and so many diverse influences, and I don't know about uh, the impact on his garments, on his clothes, on what he's going to look like, and so on and so forth. Now, regardless of all of these 
perhaps very sincere concerns and questions and doubts. The question is what you want to accomplish right now. And that's a question only you have to answer. Do you think it's better for your child to have a close relationship with his father? Or it's better for your son to be forever distant from your father? It's very hard to graduate medical school. I never did it myself. But I've heard from people who did it. It's a lot, a lot of work. That means your son put in a lot of sweat and blood and sacrifice for 10 or 12 years to do this. He must be very proud of himself. What would it mean for him if his father not only doesn't acknowledge it, doesn't even show up to the graduation? What would that do to your relationship? And if you really feel that he has left the path that you expected and you feel, what do you think is the best thing for you to do in your relationship with him? Is it to distance him forever? Or is it, on the contrary, maybe this child needs more closeness, more love, more relationship. Let me describe to you the alternative. You show up to his graduation. And when he gets his degree and he comes down, you stand up and you give him a big hug. And you tell him how much you love him and how much you're proud of his consistency, his perseverance, the fact that he's really committed to make a successful life out of himself. Let me tell you, there are quite a few children today who veer off the path, the beaten track that their parents expected from them. But some of them end up in a grave at the age of 21. Many of them are addicted today to cocaine and heroin. Many of them suffer from terrible depression. Many of them sleep till 4 o'clock or are couch potatoes addicted to their iPhones 22 hours out of 24 hours. Eve, I don't know the details about your son. It could be your son is actually an exceptional <laughs> I don't know. But there's a lot to be grateful for. And I want to say something else. I want to tell you a few people with whom your son will be in company with. And if I'm not mistaking, the Jewish people are not that embarrassed with them. I'll tell you three names. The Rambam, the Ramban, and the Rajba. They were three doctors, and I believe nobody is embarrassed with the Rambam and feels he's really an embarrassment to the Jewish people. It's like he could have just sat in Kailal all day. Or the Ramban could have done much better for himself, and the Rajba. In fact, Shmuel, the Gemara says Shmuel, one of the greatest Amirayim, also did pretty bad. He also never became a doctor. So your son may be in great company with some great people. Let me just add one more detail, dear father. Let's say all Jews were Shemre Torah Mitzvah. Let's say all Jews, 14, 15 million Jews, were living up to him. Where would doctors have to come from? It's your son, my son, we who would have to be doctors. The Gemara says, you're not allowed to live in a city without a doctor. The Gemara says, we must have doctors. Today, we have so many doctors, Baruch Hashem, coming from different communities of Jews and non-Jews, that we have the schus, that many of us could sit and learn all day, but all of those doctors 
If it would have been a different climate, it would have to come from us, because this is part of what God wants. God wants a certain amount of people should be doctors, and if we say no, we don't become doctors, we are transgressing the mitzvah of pikuach nefesh, which is doiche kola tayrakula, and loisamoid al dam reyacha. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not judging his position and his decision and the reasons for his decision. What I'm saying is, becoming a doctor is not inherently an evil and horrible thing. It's an opportunity every day to do the biggest mitzvah that a person can do, which is, kolamakayim nefesh achas, mi Yisrael keilu kiyem oilam mole, the Mishnah says, on he who saves one life saves a whole world. How many worlds is your son going to save? I would give him a big hug and tell him how proud you are of him. I just want to add, even if you feel this was the worst decision he made in his life. And it was a horrible, terrible, devastating decision. I'm not sure why, but even if that's the case, and I'm not here to judge because I don't know. I don't know the details of it. I have a question. If somebody warns their child, and this is a general observation, people I see don't understand this, and I don't know why. If a child, chas v'shalom, is playing on the windowsill, and you tell your child... Gayar up! Don't stay on the windowsill, it's dangerous. There's no screen, the window is open, there's no bars, go down. And of course, a good child doesn't always listen. And Rachman al-Litzlan the child falls out the window. What does a father do? Does a father say, at gefolkt? He didn't listen, let him suffer the consequences. That's it. You got to teach him a lesson somehow. And what do you say about such a father? Or does the father run down and with every fiber of his being screams for help and saves this child? Yes. Maybe in a year or in six months, hopefully the child will make a full recovery. Maybe after a few days, he will chastise him and communicate with him what a devastating mistake he made. When a child falls out a window, if he's your child... You don't say, you did it, that's it. You're not my child anymore. That's what you do. On the contrary, if you have a kippa, a drop of love, of ichpatiyut, of sense, of, of sense and love in your heart, you have to pick up that child more. Yes, he made a horrible mistake. So you're not going to have any contact with him? What is that going to do for him? A child needs a father. A child needs a father's love. Unless, dear friend, you're really not thinking about your child. You're just thinking about something else. And I can only pray and wish you that you should make the right decisions coming from a place of strength and a place of caring about God and truth, not some superficial consideration. Another question somebody says. I had an argument with my friend and we both decided to ask you. I'm very honored. I told my friend that an essential part of being a Frum Jew and a religious Jew is that very often Yiddishkeit feels terribly, terribly hard. But it's, there's a great reward because each time I do something I hate, 
I know that my portion in Olam Haba is going to be much bigger. And that's why I came to appreciate the fact that much of Judaism I really don't like. And much of it creates tremendous pressure and agony in my life. I also don't understand a lot of things. But I know that the worse it feels, the better it's going to feel in the next world. My friend told me that this is ridiculous and it shouldn't be that way. Judaism needs to be joyous and exciting and uplifting. And I say, no, I once had a teacher and the teacher saw me laughing and smiling and he said that in this world you're not supposed to smile and laugh too much. The Gemara says in Brachas. And he generally told me that joy is something for the Gentiles. They are frivolous and joyous. A Jew always has to have fear on his face and pressure on his face not to do the wrong thing. My friend told me that I'm barking up the wrong tree. I want to know what is the right path in Yiddishkeit. Thank you for asking this question. And for this, we have an extraordinary metaphor and story of the Dubna Magid. The Dubna Magid. The Dubna Magid, you know who he was. His name was Rabbi Yaakov Krantz. He lived in the 18th century in Lithuania and Belarus. He was one of the great Magidim of his day. He wrote Svarim. He was very close with the Vilna Gaon. And the Dubna Magid gave a beautiful explanation on the following Pasek that directly addresses your dilemma. Yeshaya Hanavi, in Perik Mem Gimel, Yeshaya chapter 43 says, Am zu yotzarti li tihilosi yisaperu. I have created this nation for me. They tell my praise. But then the Navi continues, V'loi oisi karosa Yaakov ki yagata bi Yisrael. Literally, yet, Yaakov, the Jewish people, you did not call out to me. You became tired with me, Yisrael. The literal interpretation of this Pasuk is that the Rebbeinu Shalom is lamenting and he's saying, I created you to have a connection or relationship with me, but v'loy oisi karasa Yaakov. But you decided not to call out to me. In fact, the Gemara brings this, this Pasuk in this context and it's brought in Alocha, the Gemara brings it in Mesechta Yuma about somebody who in the middle of Kriyashma is doing other things, making gestures, Kairitz Be'enov. On this, the Pasuk says, Lo'yoisi karasa Yaakov ki gata Yisrael. It's brought in Halacha about somebody who's, uh, who uh, becomes terribly exhausted in the middle of davening, etc. But there's a question here. And the question is, the Dubna Magad asked this question, Lo'yoisi karasa Yaakov literally means, not me did you call Yaakov. It should have said, you, Yaakov, did not call out to me. It's not what he says. It says, It's not me who Yaakov called out to. So the Dubna Magid gave a fabulous interpretation of this person. With a story by him, everything was with a story, with a metaphor. The story was a businessman once came back to the port from a long journey overseas. And he came finally to the harbor. The ship came to the harbor. And this was the city where he lived. And he was looking forward to come home after a long journey. And he asked. He had his peklach. He had his suitcases with his clothes. 
and he had another peckle, he had another baggage bag. And he asked one of the people they're working who slept, who what were they called? The the porters, to bring his bag from the boat to his home. To bring the bag from his boat from the boat to his home. And he goes home. He's sitting home, and a few minutes later, the porter comes into his home, and he sees the porter could barely breathe. He puts down the bag, and he has schwitzed. He's sweating, and he's out of breath. And he's like, <sighs> and, and the man says, are you all right? He says, I brought your bag, and I want pay. He says, how much pay? He says, a thousand ruble. A thousand rubles, like a porter takes up something from, from downstairs, from the lobby to the hotel, and he wants from you $5,000, $10,000. I mean, you give a tip, you give a couple of dollars. He says, why so much money? Says, what do you mean, why so much money? I almost passed out. You see what I look like? I almost died. Such a heavy package, such a heavy burden. The man looks at him and says, <laughs> you did not bring my package. This was not my package. I had a bag with a few diamonds inside. The diamonds are priceless, but they're very light. My package would have been easy, delightful, and smooth. I see from how you're breathing. I see from the fact that you're out of breath. I see from your sweat. I see from your perspiration. And I see from the money that you want that you confused my package with another package. Says Yeshaya Hanavi in the name of God. Loi oisi karasa Yaakov. Yaakov, you're not calling out to me. Ki yagata bi Yisrael. How do I know? Because you're so miserable. The God that you're worshipping is not me. Loi oisi karasa Yaakov. The Yiddish guide that you're practicing is not my Judaism. Ki yagata bi Yisrael. If it would have been my Judaism and you would have been addressing the real God every moment you would experience pleasure, delight, meaning, joy. It would bring you closer and closer to yourself, to your values, to your inner heart, to your inner core. The problem is you substituted me with some fictional deity. You don't even know who I am. And because you don't know who I am, you created a model of worship that has nothing to do with me. In fact, the reason you're miserable is, because this is actually not the Judaism that I ever gave the Jewish people. The Rambam says in Safil Chizchanekeh, Kol ha-toyre nitna, lasois, shalom ba'olam. All of Torah was given to create harmony, peace in the world. Which world? The big world and the small world. If Torah is creating stress, conflict, turmoil, agony, disputes, misery, it's not the Torah that was given on Maimed Harsinai. Sorry. It may be a uh, replica. You ever go to a wax museum? You ever go to a wax museum? You have anybody here? Right? I had a teacher who was a little bit of an absent-minded fellow, and he used to smoke a lot. Yeah? So he once went to a wax museum, and they have their Winston Churchill with a cigar. So he went over to him, and he asked him for a match. 
It looks really authentic, but it's wax. Sometimes we can practice and talk about a Judaism that is a copy of the original Judaism, but it's a copy. Now don't get this message wrong. What the Dubna Magad is saying is not that Yiddishkeit doesn't sometimes require sacrifice, strain, effort. We all know the Gemara in Megillah, Yagata, Umatsasa, Tamin. And hundreds of Mamari Chazal. But those are all efforts that bring you closer and closer to your ultimate true value. And therefore they ultimately make you a much happier person, a more wholesome person. Let's take a simple example in life. A physician could tell a person, you have to stop eating these foods. Why? Because these foods are damaging your body. Now if I'm an Abindra and I love these foods... It may be hard, and every day I may have to work hard. But when I abstain from it, it's hard work. It takes Yigiyah. But ultimately, I'm feeling lighter. I'm feeling more energetic. I'm feeling more of me, not less of me. Everybody knows that raising a child or developing a good marriage takes a lot of work. Yes, exactly, I agree. As I get... I don't want to give the example from medical school. Anything, but anything, medical school too, anything productive in life, the more meaningful something is going to be, the more work it's going to take. It's a fact. Take in terms of career and vocation. The more meaningful it's going to be, the more work it's going to take. But what type of work is it? It's work that's ultimately allowing you to embrace your true values, your true priorities. When a mother is giving birth to a child or raising a child and has sleepless nights, and hopefully the husband once in a while has sleepless nights. Not like the guy who came to me with his wife, and she says he never gets up in the middle of the night, ever, to help, to change the diaper, to feed the baby. It's always me. And I asked him why, and he said it's a beferish apostik, he says every morning. And if his wife would only daven shachris, she wouldn't complain. I said, what's the Pasuk? He said, we say in the morning in Yehich Void, Rabbis Machshavos Belev Ish, Vatsas Hashem Hisakum. So he explained as follows. Rabbis Machshavos Belev Ish. In the mind of a man, there's always many thoughts. Get up, get out of bed. Your baby is crying. Be nice. Just do it tonight. But Vatsas Hashem Hisakum. The Gzeira of Hashem is that she should get up. By me, it should remain Rabbis Machshavos Belev Ish. So that's one approach to life. Another approach to life is to embrace the opportunity to embrace the sacrifice. What does it do? It creates the tremendous value and fulfillment that so many people have that I want a child, I want a healthy child, a happy child, a successful child, and I want to be an Ehrlicher child, and I want to be close with that child. The same is true with everything in Yiddishkeit. The moment you're experiencing a Yiddishkeit and all you're feeling about this Yiddishkeit is it's just endless agony, misery, stress that takes you further and further away from life. I promise you, believe Shalom, this is not Judaism and this has nothing to do with God. This is a misconstrued message that sadly some of us have. And all I could say is the words of David HaMelech, Tamuru Kitoiv Hashem. 
Come and explore a Judaism where you're not schlepping the baggage and every time you're feeling less human, more dehumanized. This is true about Shabbos, about Mikvah, about Torah, and about davening, about Zdokah, and about Chinuch, about Pesach, and Shavuos, and Sukkot. Shavuos, nobody has complaints, it's just cheesecake. It's the women who have to work. But Pesach, staying up at night, I know, that's taka. That's Takedas. I heard from the Tolner Rebbe Shlita, there was a young man who, who, who told him that he's up at night, and when he doesn't sleep, he goes crazy. Some people, when they don't sleep, they turn into pumpkins, yeah? But it's a mitzvah, it's a minute, you have to stay up the night of Shruas. So he stays at the night of Shruas, and of course he runs to the mikveh, and, and he davens, he comes home, and he loses it. He just loses it. He screams at his wife and he screams at his kids and lunch is miserable and a shrite and everyone is miserable. Especially the kid who didn't stay up at night. He asked him what to do. Tony Rebbe says, I command you and I say to you that for you it's usur mamish to stay up shvuas at night. For you it's a mitzvah to eat the meal of shvuas. 11 o'clock right after the meal, get straight into bed and sleep for at least eight hours. Mamish the night of Shavuos. No tikkun, no mikvahs, no zoyhars, no mesechtes vachims, no mesechtet muras, no tayag mitzvahs, no tikkunim, no mikvahs. You wake up via mensch. says, then you can go to the mikveh, go to Davin. Davin bekavona, be nice to your children, be nice to your wife, and be mekayim mitzvah simchas yomtiv. What was he trying to tell him? He was trying to tell him, don't allow a minhig to destroy a dairais and a derabonon. Davening is a mitzvah derabonon. Krishna is a mitzvah minatayra. Avas Yisrael to your wife and your children is a mitzvah minatayra. There's a minhig to stay up shvuas. If the minhig is turning you into a meshugana, a neurotic, a psychotic, with a person with aggressive behavior, all in the name of God, because you're angry that you stayed up. Shlav gesundheit. Go meant be a normal person. What are you torturing your wife and kids in the name of shvuas and God? That's the matan you want. Ah, you weren't up shvuas. So the Tony Rebbe said, listen, he says, you're going to Ganadin. I'm probably anyway going to Gehenim. Let me go for this reason. We'll go for this reason. Rabbi Yosef says in Masech the Pesachim, Dav Samaches, Havuli Iglatilsa, On Shruis I want to eat the choiciest calf. Why? Because he loves Hayyim and the Kagarim, Kama Yosef Ikebeshukah. Zok Rashi, Shalomadati Torah, V'Nisroi Mamti. So he stayed up. But you get up in the morning, David Vianamalamench, say Krishna with Kavana, David Shmaneser with Kavana, learn Toyota with Kavana, be Makabal Matan Toyota with love, with intent. It'll be much better than you staying up. You have to know who you are. If you could stay up, Avadi, you could stay up. I know I'm staying up. <laughs> I don't got a choice. <laughs> Why do we stay up? The Mogan Avram says the reason is, everybody knows, because the Jews slept that night, so we stay up. In Zohar, there's a different reason for staying up. In Zohar, which is both true, it's the different layers of Torah. The Zohar, the reason is, you know the reason in Zohar. 
Many people say the night of Shavuos, Tikkun Al Shavuos, the Zohar describes how the Shimon by Yechoi and the Chevraya were up to, the whole night Shavuos, and he said as follows, Pesach, the Jews came out of Egypt. The counting of the Oymah represents seven weeks, which is seven times seven, 49 days, which represents the count of the woman before going to the Mikvah. And Shavuos is the night of intimacy between Hashem and the Jew. How can you go to sleep? He couldn't go to sleep. He was so excited about the relationship. Anan b'chavivus milsa. He couldn't go to sleep that night. This is the night he was waiting for, for seven days or seven weeks. That's But this is coming from passion. It's coming from romance. It's coming from love. You don't force these things. When a minig becomes a forced, an instrument to terrorize people, it's pointless. I'll give another example. Last Sukkot, it was raining pretty heavily. Last two Sukkot ago, last Sukkot, it was raining pretty heavily in Muncie. There's different minhagim when it comes to rain. Everybody knows. Halachically, when, <laughs> when it rains in the Sukkot, so we have a psak in the Sukkot, and Shulchan Aruch, and Erechayim, and Erambam, Mitztayir, Potem in Asukkot. If it starts raining, and it's giving you aggravation, you potter from Sukkot. You don't go into the Sukkot. You stay out of Sukkot. And the Gemara, the Chazal even have a Lushan, somebody who stays in Sukkah, he's a hedyet, it's like you bring water, you want to pour a cup of wine or a cup of water to the mass, he takes the water, he throws it in your face. You come into the Sukkah, you say, God, I want to be with you, and it's pouring down, it stopped now, I see, okay? <laughs> he's pouring down rain, I'm not interested, gain stop. Mitzvah, put him in a Sukkah. And there's a reason, it's, it's not stop, Mitzvah, you say, Mitzvah, put him for Mitzvah, it doesn't work that way. So, Toysvah says, Mazabir, I think that it's the gather of sukkah. Since the gather of sukkah is teshvukeh in toduru, so the mitzvah of sukkah is to treat it like your house. If you were sitting at your dining room table and suddenly the ceiling opened up and there was a leak, would you eat dinner in that place? You would find another house. You'd go to a child's house, to a brother's house. Somewhere else you would go. Sukkah is a substitute for the house. Any place, any situation that in the house you wouldn't be this way, you wouldn't sleep, you wouldn't eat it, from sukkah you put it. That's the hagdara. That's the din. And if you start eating and it starts and it gets, it stops raining, you could stay in the house, you could finish the Suda, which is what many fine Yidin do. The Minig by Chsidim, already from the Balshemtiv, Talmidia Balshemtiv was that when it rained, they stayed in the Sukkah. And not only they stayed in the Sukkah, they made a bracha, Leisha Basukkah, which many scream, was haste, Mitztaya Pater, you Pater from Sukkah, was Machta Bracha Leisha Basukkah. You're not allowed to make a bracha, Leisha Basukkah. There's no mitzvah of Sukkah, it's a bracha of Atala. Yet the meaning of all Talmidei HaBashemtu throughout all the generations was never to leave the sukkah, not in rain, not in snow, and that could be also in New York, and not in sunshine. No, they've stayed in the sukkah. They stayed in the sukkah. So the Munkachar, the Munkachar of Shut Minchas Alaza, has a whole tshuva on this, and he explains it. He says, what's the Havana? And he explains it beautifully. He says, when somebody looks at a sukkah and understands what's a sukkah, as Darizal says. It's the embrace of Hashem. So these Jews who say, I don't want to leave God's hug. I, it's pouring and raining, I couldn't care less. It's like you have your best friend in the world, and you haven't seen him in years, and then you meet him in the street, and it starts pouring down rain. And you have nowhere to go. But you're loving every moment of it. Why? Because you're with, the best, you're with your best friend. You may walk into a telephone booth. 
and love every moment that the telephone booth goes flying from the tornado, you giggle even more. Even more besimcha. Why? Because the high of the oneness overrides all other considerations. So the Munkat Rebbe says that Tzaddikim and the people, Jews, who had this feeling, they weren't mitzvahyeh. They loved every moment of it. Why shouldn't they make a bracha? They're not mitzvahyeh. Now I ask you a question. You could tell somebody to do this. So a few years ago, I had a guest by me. He came from, <laughs> came from a very chesidisha home. And by us, the minig is to sit in the sukkah. Always, we don't even drink water outside of the sukkah. Like the Rambam says, that the best thing is not even to drink water outside of the sukkah. And uh, already from a young age, I always explain my children the beauty of the halacha. That even with a drink of water, God says, I want to hug you. Don't drink it on your own. Don't drink it on your own. On sukkahs, I want to do everything with you. Don't eat potato chips on your own. Come eat potato chips with me. Of course, the right age, appropriate age of Chinuch. It was pouring rain one day. We came home from davening. It was pouring rain. And I'm not going to tell you that I'm on the Madregir where I love when it rains in the sukkah. I like it a little better when it's a nice weather. But I appreciate very much the concept and the experience of going into the sukkah, the way they understood it, the way they experienced it. So I went into the sukkah, and my kids followed me, and they were all very happy, and we were sitting there, and we were figuring out how to get the soup to remain 50% soup, and not 90% rainwater, and only 10% soup. And we were figuring out all techniques that the chicken should still have a, a tom of chicken, and not a tom of, of mayim, uh, let's call it mayim nekiyim, or mayim, whatever type of mayim water that was more water than chicken, etc. And we actually had a conversation, and this person came to eat by me, and he's sitting there, and he see he's looking, and he's, he's astounded. I said, why are you so astounded? So he tells me, he says he grew up in a home, and when it was raining, they were forced to sit in the sukkah a whole meal. And he always made a promise to himself that he's never going to do this to my children. When I came home and I said, Kinderlach, Lamil Gemach in Kiddush in the Sukkah, he had a trigger. His trauma came back from him. And he's like, Oh my God, I thought Rabbi Jacobson was a little normal. I see he's the same, the same abuse all over again. So he said, I was terrified. But I see a kid's Abachal not in a bad mood. And then I realized, the whole idea of a minig, of a chumrah is more love, a deeper relationship. If it's becoming a source of negativity and trauma, God says, you got the wrong Judaism. You think my tafkid in life is to machen Yiddish kinder um glicklich? You think my purpose in life is to make Jewish children miserable, that's the whole purpose of Yiddishkeit, the more miserable I could make you, the more I'll do it, and to be a chassid means extra misery. At least if you're a Litvak, you can chill out once in a while. If you're a Svaidi, you could certainly chill out. If you're a chassid, since the Baal Shem Tev wanted so much simcha shal mitzvah, that even the briskerov, a Litvak said, that the chassidim brought in simcha shal mitzvah, how are we going to express simcha shal mitzvah? We'll make sure that everybody is miserable as often as possible. You missed the point. Sometimes 
we lose the substance. And when we lose the substance, we catch on to the superficiality and we don't get the geschmack of it. The core, the core of Yiddishkeit is for a person to be able to live the deepest, most powerful life possible, physically, emotionally, spiritually, socially, in this world and in the next world, a life in which you're in contact with the fullness of your being, with the core of your soul, exercising your deepest values and seeing yourself for who you really are, a channel and a reflection of Ein Saif Baruch of Hashem Himself of infinity. Is there a struggle to touch these places? Constant. It's a daily battle for transcendence. But it's a struggle towards peace. It's a struggle towards wholesomeness. It's a struggle towards inner joy. This is my answer to the debate between you and your, your friend. And it has nothing to do with frivolousness and hefkeris and anarchy. Ivdu was Hashem besimcha was said by a great person called David HaMelech. And if I'm not mistaken, everyone is made that Avodah Hashem is 24 hours a day. That means there's a psagdin in Tehillim that you have to be besimcha 24 hours a day. And everybody knows the Rambam at the end of Hilchis Lulav. You could look him there and see what the Rambam says about being besimcha in life. I am very confused about something. Is another question. I heard your previous classes and all of you, most of your classes on the Amuna series. I am confused about what you speak when you discuss reward and punishment. Do you believe there is reward and punishment? It seemed to me that you make light of reward and punishment. You keep on talking about God's love to the Jewish people. Does that mean we shouldn't be afraid of punishment? Does that mean there is no punishment? And do you think that what you're saying could be misconstrued by many people and it's creating confusion in many people's lives? I thank you for the question. A lot of emails about this. And I will respond to you briefly. Let me just tell you an email I received today so you'll understand what other people are experiencing. Uh, A young woman wrote to me today, Mamash today, how can I love God, I'm quoting verbatim, you'll forgive me, how can I love God if I know that I'm going to burn in hell with indescribable pain? The fact that you say he loves me doesn't answer my question. I hate people that torture me even if they are right and they love me. I know I'm going to purgatory. I have sins. My parents told me I have sins. My teachers told me, and I know I have sins. You say I could do tshuva, but even my tshuva, they tell me, is never complete. This means that I am for sure going to purgatory. You want me to love a God that's going to torture me? Now don't tell me, like you said in one of the classes, that God is going to remove my splinters and they hurt. Really? I love getting splinters removed. Uh, quotation marks. Even more when it's a four by four rotten stinky hole of a billion degrees temperature, which is what Gehenna is going to look like. 
I really love it. I have been listening to your speeches for the last few months. They're brilliant, but I still can't get over my bad and uncomfortable feelings towards God, knowing no matter what I do, I'm going to end up being tortured. Call it splinter removed with a billion degrees of temperature and mutilated and suffering with the worst punishments I've been told. Maybe you could teach me something that I don't know, and I thank you for taking me seriously because nobody else does. I'm trying to explain to the people what a lot of people are feeling and a lot of people are experiencing. We can deny it, but I have received dozens and hundreds of letters like this. So let me say this very clear, very brief, very concise, and I think it will be cleared up. First of all, let me quote what we all know as the 11th principle of faith, faith of the Rambam, the 11th Animamin, Animamin Bemunashleima. I believe with complete faith that the Creator rewards those who observe His mitzvahs and punishes those who transgress His mitzvahs. Period. What we're trying to explain in the Shiurim is what does oinish mean? What does punishment mean? So let me give a metaphor that I told somebody who came to me in person and said that I heard your shear and it's confusing what you think. There's no punishment. We shouldn't be afraid of punishment. So I said to this person, I want to ask you a question. Let's say you have a child and your child is a troublemaker. Not b'shoigig, b'meizet. He's rebellious, he's mischievous, he's wild, he's uncontrollable. And one day he decides... To put your basement on fire. Chas v'shalom. And the house goes on fire. And Baruch Hashem, the last moment, everybody was saved. Who knows what type of tragedy could have happened. And this child did it. You as a mother, if you're sane, normal and functional, I'm going to give you two choices. Choice number one, you take this child, you take a knife and you cut off all of his fingers. And you say, I warned you a hundred times not to play with matches, not with fire. You went, you put the basement on fire. You know what fire is, you're 11 years old. This is what you'll now learn your lesson. This is what you get. After being warned 99,000 times. That's one mother. Another mother calls a top expert and says, I have a crisis in my home. What do I do to help this child live a normal functional life? Does he need therapy? Does he need medication? Does he have to go away for a few months? We have an emergency situation. What do we do? Let's find a way to fix this child's life. Communicate to him a message to be able to get him out from this behavior. So now I ask this mother, tell me which one would you choose? She says, of course the second one. I said, why not the first? (laughs) She says, what, am I taking revenge? I'm trying to be vindictive. I want to help my child. He did a terrible thing. I want to help. So I said, Rebetzin, let me ask you a question. Why do you think that God loves His children any less than you? I'm not telling you He loves more. But why less? You're a human mother and it wouldn't be if I suggest to you that you're going to cut off your son's fingers or put him in a hot pot of burning water like she says a billion degrees 
so that he learns his lesson, you would go crazy from the idea. But with Hashem, of course this is what he does. So of course he does it. What's the question? He just fries you, cuts off every finger and keeps it that way. And everybody thinks that that's normal. I'm the one who's misconstruing things. And then by davening, every day you say, Hashem, Hashem, Kale, Rachum, V'chanun, Erech Apayim, V'rav Chesed V'yemes, Noitzu Chesed L'alofim, Noitzu Yavim V'fesh, that on your own mother you won't say this. And yet your own mother, you wouldn't even have a machshav Zara that she would do this. Hashem, of course he does this. It's obvious by your, he came, he came in to torture us, what's the question? And he's going to torture everybody. And if you're not dressed this way, you don't do this way, of course, you know what type of punishments are awaiting for you. And that's how you get people to be frum. And I ask of you, what type of relationship with your mother would you have if you think this about your mother? And why don't you think it's disgraceful to think that God doesn't love you as much as a normal, forget a mother. Mothers may be very, very sensitive and caring. A father, a normal father who's not toit sugar, dysfunctional and abusive. Wouldn't even think of this. He would say, my child needs help. So I have news for you. An imamin that Hashem is goimel and mainish. What does oinish mean? Loi oisi karosa yakov. Hashem never takes revenge to take revenge, to be vengeful, to kill you, to spite you, to say who's boss, to torture you. Every oinish comes from rachum v'chanun rav chesed erechapayim, meaning it has one objective. And the objective is tikkun, healing, rehabilitation. Now, can fixing a situation be painful? You could compare Gehenim, if you want, to a good, powerful therapy session. If you something happened to you when you were four years old, and it's repressed inside of you here, and it paralyzed you, and you're sitting in the office, and after 11 months of therapy, finally, the skilled therapist, not everybody is skilled, I'm talking about the skilled therapist, gets it out. And you know what happens at that moment? When you release that trauma, the pain you feel, the tears that come out and wash over your entire body are quite overwhelming. It's not an easy experience. It's a very painful and transformative experience. But it's the kindest thing the therapist can do for you because it releases your trauma and allows you to love and live again. Is he kind or is he vengeful? Is he loving or is he vindictive? It's the kindest thing. Does it hurt to get out all the dirt and filth and trauma and abuse? Of course it does, because we repressed it. Every time I sin, my neshama is hurt. There's abuse. There's a difference if it's willing, if it's unwilling. All we talk about is Hashem who wants you restored to your ultimate glory and your ultimate beauty, wants to remove all filth and trauma from you. That's the idea. And when we take Hashem and Torah and turn it into a tyranny that literally is about torture, it boggles the imagination 
that people could be educating this. That people could be teaching this. I asked somebody, tell me your belief. Forget me. Tell me your belief. What do you think about God? And it's, it's hard for me to say, but the way he was describing it, it sounded like, I don't want to even give names, but it sounded like those tyrants and dictators that we all know who had glee in punishing and taking revenge from their enemies. I'm just going to conclude this with one point, and that is as follows. Just to show you how far it goes. And people like sources, and I always try to quote sources. There's a sefer called Avaz de Rebnosen. Avaz de Rebnosen is not a new sefer. Avaz de Rebnosen is a commentary on Pirkei Avaz by the Tanoim, by Rebnosen. In Avaz de Rebnosen, Pedic to Zion, it says, and I quote, you could look it up, Reb Shimon ben Yechai Oimer. Reb Shimon ben Yechai says, Mikan, She'ein Yisrael, Royim Pnei Gehenim Lo'olam. That Jews, a Jew, will never see the face of Gehenim. Reb Shimon ben Yechai. A Jew will never see the face of Gehenim. And he explains why. Mashlu Mashal. There was a king. And he had a Sada Ziboiris. A horrible inferior field. People came and they rented the field from the king. For a year. They wanted to produce 10 kurim. A very nice volume. A very nice amount of wheat. Zibluha. They fertilized it. They plowed it, they irrigated it, they took out the weeds, they promoted growth. Instead of ten, they brought in one kur. Instead of ten, they brought in one kur. Amalamelech says, What's this? You know what you gave us? You gave us a piece of junk. In the beginning, you got nothing from it. When you had the field, nothing grew. We work, we worked so hard. We got one kur. What comes to Matinas? You know the field we're dealing with. You know the struggles. You know the Yetzirah. It wasn't, we weren't even supposed to do anything. We brought one core. Wow, has I felt? This is how Reb Shimon Bayechai speaks. I'm not saying there's no other shittas. I know the Animamin is that there's Ganadin, is Schar and Oynish. And in plenty is from this Ganadin and Gehenim. But listen to how Atana speaks. Reboyner Shalaylam. And Reb Akiva Eger quotes this in Gemara in Sukkah. Where is it? Where does Reb Shimon by Yechai says Yechai lifter as kol olam kulim in adin? I think Mem Hey, I could I could exempt the whole world from judgment. So the Bakiva Eger in Gilyan Ashas references to this. Others did Abnasan. He doesn't finish with Tzarechiyon. 
Could be he's asking a question, why does he have to exempt the whole world from judgment? He already said nobody's going to see again. Or could be Rabbi Kiveger is explaining the Pshat HaMasech Tesukah. However, you touch Rabbi Kiveger. But this is what Rabbi Shimon Ba'yechai says. Now, the Mepharshim and others did Abnasen. They have a good time with this, no question. A lot of different explanations. Some say La'ayla means it's not, it's temporary, it's not forever. Okay, there's different explanations. Some mean La'ayla at all. La'ayla means not forever, but temporary. Different explanations. But you hear what Yab Shimon Ba'yechai is saying? I was looking at the Mepharshim of Avaz Abnasen. I wanted to see what they say. So one of the commentators of Avaz Abnasen is a sefer called Clay Goyla. So he says like this. He says, Rashbi is teaching us everything is for the benefit, for the love of the Jew. Why? Reb Shimon holds they won't see Gehenim. The Yodua we know, the Gemara says in Chagig, even the greatest sinners are filled with mitzvahs. And even though they sin, sometimes, they usually don't sin, stam to rebel and sin. They have a taiva, they have a yetzahara, and these are the tools they have, it overcomes them, they're weak. He explains beautifully the words in davening every morning. You remember the words? It's the part where you get pretty tired, yeah? Kihu yada yitzreinu zocha kiyafur anachnu. What's pshat? He knows our yetzer, our evil inclination, our yetzer. Remember that we're made from earth. What is we saying? You think you know your yetzer and God doesn't know your yetzer? You think he doesn't know it? One thing is, you know, he knows it as well as you. And remember where we come from. What's the point? The point is as follows. It's very hard among all the people who are writing the letters and all of our children and all of our youth I never even met one who you could say is mamish lahachis. Says, I know God, I feel God, and I just want to fight Him and destroy Him. I don't even know one. And I have met quite, quite many people like this. Some people have a lot, a lot of pain. Tremendous pain. Some people have seen tremendous hypocrisy. Some people think the system they grew up in is completely based on falsehood and superficiality. There's no substance, there's no truth, there's no endless, there's no integrity. As one woman who came from a very, very good family says, everything was about nothing about truth. I can argue with her. I could say she's absolutely wrong, but this is what she experienced. Some people have been abused and molested. Some people grew up in dysfunctional. Some people take a philosophical question. Some people have much big tivus. Big tivus. Comes up Shimon and says, Now we in our own life have to know, means, and he gives you the power to overcome. <laughs> Don't become a victim. But Reb Shimon is trying to explain how he saw people in God's relationship to them. 
So even if you want to say you're going to Gehenim, <laughs> not any day play Gehenim loyal. Understand where it's coming from. What is its purpose? What is its function? And let's also not forget that what our people have been through over the last 2,000 years, all souls of Jews are connected. The level of refinement and purity and holiness of Neshamas Yisrael in this generation is beyond what anybody could imagine. And the fact that there's a field with one core of wheat is such a stupendous miracle that Hashem cherishes every moment of it and every experience of it. And you should cherish it and celebrate the relationship. And I am not worried that if people start hearing more about this, they're going to leave Yiddishkeit. <laughs> I'm really not worried about that. I don't think if you tell your child that you love him and you have a better relationship, you're going to be worried that he's going to put your house on fire, report you to the police, and run away from you forever. I don't think that's what happens. It's the other way around. But I have another question. I have another question. And that is, how deep is a Judaism that its entire message is, you know why you shouldn't sin? Because you're going to burn in hell. That's our message. How deep is this Yiddishkeit? How happy is this Yiddishkeit? How much can it inspire a new generation? And how much can it inspire most of Jews who are away from Torah? How much can this Judaism inspire? Go to a Jew who never had a connection to Torah and say, I want you to put on tefillin, I want you to learn Torah, I want you to send your kids, I want you to do sh- to a school, do a school, I want you to keep Shabbat and say, why? Let me tell you about the Gehenim that they told me. The pshat is that people who preach this maybe never dip their finger into cold water and try to be of one yid back to Yiddishkeit. One yid back to Yiddishkeit. But if their daughter or their niece is in India, how do you think the shliach who's in India is going to get them to come for Shabbos? He's going to come to them and say, if you don't come to my house for gefilter fish, let me tell you, you think the barbecue in India is hot? Let me tell you about the barbecue in Gehenna. Try to inspire a yid. See what works. See what brings people closer to Torah and Mitzvahs. The same is true with your children, with your grandchildren, with your nephews, with your nieces. Do we really believe that the whole Yiddishkeit could be summed up with? Do this and you'll get rewarded. Don't do this and you'll get punished. If you would say this about a marriage, it would be embarrassing. The whole purpose of marriage is you do what you got to do, your wife will cook and do laundry and be nice. You don't do, she will punish you. No food, no clean house, no laundry. And all the other punishments we're not going to discuss. And that's why you don't cheat. What a beautiful marriage. That's it. That's it. Avada. If I'm about to do an Aveira, and I think about Gehenim, and it stops me from the Aveira, Pajalista, Gesundheit. Whatever could stop you. If you learn about the Gehenim, and this stops you from a sin, Gewaldic, unbelievable. Who says not? Anything to stop you from doing destructive things. But all I say is, don't reduce, don't reduce the richness of Yiddishkeit to such a small, 
narrow experience of a God who you would have been much better without and he would have been much better without you. I'll just say, you know, there's a, the Teuchecha, right? The Teuchecha is pretty, pretty intense. We spoke about it last week and other weeks. But there's a Zoyer in Parshish B'chukaisai. Extraordinary Zoyer. And you just see right away the approach. People want to know sources. Tell me how you explain this Zoyer. After the whole Teuchecha, after all the rebukes, Va'avgam Zoyz B'yoysem Be'eret Zoyveyem, Lo'y Ma'astim, even after everything, when they are by their enemies because they went into exile because they didn't follow my ways and they broke the covenant. I will never them. I will never become disgusted with them. I will never become repulsed by them. To exterminate them. So there's a Zohar. The Zohar says, Reb tells Reb I want to tell you something I heard from the Belazar. It should have said, I didn't kill them to destroy them. I didn't become disgusted by them to destroy them. I didn't finish them. I, I left them alive. So he says as follows. I'm going to quote a few words of the Zohar so you can hear the expressions. The Zohar says, Usually when you hate somebody, the person makes you disgusting. You don't want to be with them. I'm not disgusted by them. Why? The love of my life, the love of my soul is with them. And therefore they're all beloved. The love of my soul, my greatest love is there. It's my kala, lechalosam. They are my bride, my love. I can't become disgusted. And he gives a story, a marshal, a metaphor. Lebarnashta was a man, the Rachim Itzisa. He loved his wife. He loved a, a woman. Uh, he loved Itzisa, a woman. There was one problem. He lived in a beautiful penthouse with a Japanese garden surrounded by extraordinary fragrance and good smells. She lived in the times of the Gemara or the Zoya, what smelled worse? Shukadabursiki is a place of tanning where they took the, the hide of animals and processed them into fur, into leather. That's where she lived. The smell over there is horrific. It's like a cesspool. Eloi havas hitamon. If that woman was not there, loy ayel be'la'almen. This man would never walk into such a far horribly, such a smelly fashtunkin a place. Kivan the hitamon. Since she's there, so here's the punchline. You would think the Zoya would say, since she's there, he comes because he wants her. That's not what the Zoya says. Kivan the hitamon. Since she's there. For him, the experience in that place is a place where you have the most beautiful smells in the world. The greatest fragrance in the world. He smells there. Why? Because she's there. Ah, it's horrible. Everybody who comes vomits from repulsion. 
But she's there. Because she's there, he doesn't even sense the horrible smell. What he senses is the most delicious place in the world. They went into the lowest of lows and it's their fault. Why? Begin Because he is their bride, they are his bride. The the best smell in the world. Begin because of the bride who is there. If I only came here to learn by the Bchia, just to hear this vart, it would have been enough. Just to hear this vart, this is the summation of the whole Teichicha, the way the Zoya says it. Even the Evan Ezra, who's no mystic, you take a look, so even if they nullify the covenant, meaning the Jews say, we're not connected, we're not Jewish, we're not interested, he says, it's from your side. From my side, the covenant will never ever break. The Evan Ezra says it in Pshat, in Pshat. The Zoya is talking already. You take a look in the Torah, it keeps on saying, You start up with me. So it sounds like you start up with me, I'll start up with you. And my tati is bigger than your tati. I will also. Don't think, don't think you're the only one who knows how to be a bully. I also know how to bully, and I bully stronger. That's how... As he's upgelicked, the Zoya says, Marshal Lamelech. There was a king, he had an only son, and the only son, uh, he botched up. Sarach. So the king says, There's no way, this, the future will not be here in this land, it's time for you to leave. So he sends him out. But then the father says, I'm afraid, if you go there, there are wild animals who are going to damage you. You know what? You have to go into exile, but you know who's coming with you? I'm coming with you. I could never leave go. Don't think I punish you. I punish you. I'm there. There's no pain that comes to you that I'm not there. I'm part of it. It's, I'm always with you. This doesn't mean we understand the reason for all pain and suffering. Especially some things the Jewish people have been through. You go to the Shiurim where we spoke about pain number 9 and number 24. We spoke about this at length. This is not an explanation for everything that happened, but it's a perspective on how Jews understood the relationship. Okay, I had another few questions, but I'm going to go to the last one because of the hour. Would you share with us, I don't know if it's connected to Amuna, but you, would you share with us your perspective on, Trump, on President Trump's canceling the American deal with Iran? We had a debate in the office. Some people criticized it. They said, it's really not a good idea. The Jewish people will now be more in danger. Others praised it very much. I would like to hear your opinion. Okay, I'm going to give you my opinion. 
and all it is is my opinion. And I will uh, borrow a few terms that a friend of mine shared with me on the topic. But what I would say to you is this. We're living now in the year 2018. 75 years ago, seven and a half decades ago, six million Jews were wiped out by Hitler. Yemach Shemay in the years between 1939 and 1945. The Jewish people numbered 18 million before the Holocaust and 6 million were decimated, including 1.5 million children in the most barbaric and sadistic ways. Less than 70 years after the Holocaust, during the lifetime of thousands of Holocaust survivors who still walk the streets with numbers tattooed on their arm, tattooed when they entered into the concentration and death camps, by the Germans, within living memory of the Holocaust and thousands of Jews, men and women who lived through the Holocaust and saw saw their loved ones go up in flames literally, a nation arose, Iran, and publicly, unbashfully, with no shyness, with no shame, publicly rose up and used its platform to announce that it is planning to annihilate another 6 million Jews. There are now more than 6 million, close to 7 million Jews living in Eretz Yisrael in Israel. And they said, we are going to annihilate every single Jew, the entire country, and every single Jew living in that country. The same amount of Jews as were killed by Hitler in the Holocaust. And that's our plan, and that's our agenda, and they gave dates, it's not going to take this amount of years, it's, not gonna, it's going to happen, and it will all be gone, it will all be dead. Essentially what they were saying is, these words, our plan is, lahashmid, living in Eretz and in one day. When you're dealing with nuclear energy, it's it's even b'sha'a achas, it's in one hour. How did the nations of the world react to this? How did they react to Ahmadinejad, Rawani, Khomeini? How did they react to them? They reacted by, and I quote again, a book that was written in Persia about Persia, about Iran. Hakesef Nosunloch Va'am Lasas Europe and America made a deal with Iran, and they gave them a hundred billion dollars. So after all of the negotiations, within living memory of the Holocaust, they told Iran, who said, Israel and the Jews of Israel have to be obliterated. They gave them a hundred billion dollars, which as we know now, even though no one really had a doubt if you had any level of understanding of who Iran is, that they never seized from their plans even one moment. They said what they had to say in order to get the deal signed, and the deal was signed, and the statement was, here's money, here, take money. And what happened next? All the European representatives, the former President of the United States, Secretary of State, 
journalists, professors, activists, writers, thinkers, politicians. What a beautiful deal. One of the greatest achievements of diplomacy in the last generation. An Iran neutralized, distancing Iran from having nuclear energy. Iran continued building ballistic missiles through which it could transport it. Israel uncovered through the Mossad that the plans never stopped even for a half a day. Iran today sponsors, with the deal, openly, the biggest terrorist organizations the world over killing Jews and Americans as much as they can, including Hezbollah, including Syria, including Al-Qaeda, etc. But HaMelech V'Haman Yashvelishtas, it's a beautiful deal. And everyone said, of course it's not perfect. But under the circumstances, it'll delay it a few years and so forth. It's like Winston Churchill said, we, he, sp- he spoke about appeasement. Appeasement. appeasement of Yiddish. You know what appeasement is? Huh? Appeasement is you, you give in. You give in to the bully. So he said, Chamberlain made peace with Hitler. And Chamberlain gave Hitler Czechoslovakia. Hitler conquered Czechoslovakia. So they uh, was haste. Chamberlain met Hitler. Hitler said, you give me Czechoslovakia and there's peace. And Chamberlain, the leader of Britain, came back in 1938 to Britain and he said, we have peace in our times. And then Hitler invaded Poland, but now he had peace and he had Czechoslovakia because he was an appeaser. Does anybody think that Khomeini, Rawana, Ahmadinejad and the Iranic regime did shuva for a moment? Even Obama and Rice don't have such a havamin. Even Kerry in his chaloimas doesn't have such a havamin. Elamai, they say, what do you want? A Jew told me, personally. He said that I shouldn't say it over because it was a personal event, but now it's already Lachri He told me that he was in the White House with Obama and he was discussing with Obama against the deal the danger for Israel with Iran. And Obama said, what's the problem? If Iran attacks Israel, after that attack, we will help you attack Iran. So he looked at him and he said, but that attack could murder 800,000 Jews. We had 6 million Jews murdered 70 years ago. 800,000 Jews could be dead from that first attack. So Obama said, Yes, of course, we can't let it happen. But the Havamin, the Havamin, he'll attack and then we'll attack. We'll attack back. What's 800,000 Jews? We have to make a deal with Iran. They're all walking around saying it was a Gewaldike deal, it was an unbelievable deal. What happened this week? What happened this week is As the Medrash says, And Hashem, the Reboyne Shaloylam, empowered the President of the United States of America, who's the most powerful person on earth as the President of the United States of America, to get up and make a declaration. And his declaration basically said this, We're not going to allow the mullahs of Iran to terrorize America and to hold the free world hostage. Enough with your games, enough with your lies, enough with your deceptions. We're not going to feed any more the shark 
hoping that it's going to eat us last. That's what Churchill said about appeasement. We feed the shark, hoping it's going to eat us last. We will not be eaten first. We will not be eaten last. We will not be eaten at all. He stood up with pride and dignity, and he said, you are filthy tyrants. You are sadistic dictators. You are murderers who want to kill innocent men, women, and children. We will not be part of this game anymore. Either you will realize you have to change your ways and become a member of a, become a normal people for the security and future of your own citizens. And if not, you will suffer the consequences. That's what he did. He gave a scream, Hagam Samalka Imi Babayis. The big powerful United States of America for many years has been bowing down and prostrating itself to every Meshuggah tyrant in the world, hoping to garner understanding and peace. Nobody knew what leadership means anymore. Nobody knew. He stood up and said, you're not going to conquer the queen. You're not going to start terrorizing us. What do you have? All you want is murder and death and violence and turn this world into a middle-aged paradise of a hell of blood and violence according to your sadistic religion and your mishagasan. That's what you want. We should be part of it. Why should America be part of this? Let's know our enemy and do what we have to do. This week is a moment of hallelujah as Hashem kol goyim shabichu kol umim ki govar oleinu chazdoi astich sam soifer Hallelujah, Hashem kol goyim. All the nations should praise Him. Ki gavar aleinu chazdoi. Because His kindness was on us. Why should they praise Him? We should praise Him. You know what the Chsam Seifer says? Seifer says as follows. Jews don't even know how much some people hate them. Jews don't even know how evil some people are. But they know. Hallelujah, Hashem kol goyim. Shabuchu kol umim ki gavar aleinu chazdoi. They know what they were planning. They know what they were thinking. It was a week of la Yehudim in Galus, with all the challenges and darkness of Galus. But in Galus, it was a unique moment of grace and kindness, an extraordinary moment of clarity. This week, there was there came shining into the world. Moral clarity. And I want to tell you something. Whenever moral clarity shines in the world, the world becomes a better place. Whenever clarity, goodness, truthfulness, the love of life and peace comes shining into the world, the world becomes a better place. Of course, all the rats are running around and saying the worst decision ever. Now Israel is in danger. Now everybody is in danger. Now the Iranians are going to freak out. No freak out, thus freak out. They are terrified little mice. And all they understand is a strong hand. They're afraid. The Greisa Khomeini who started to terrorize already, already announced today, we want peace, we want peace. What happened? He sent rockets last night. Today already he said, no, no, no. We want peace. We, we want coexistence. We want relaxation. The answer is because they also understand it. They know who they are. We don't know who they are. The moment they saw that there's leadership, they understand it very well. They're not dumb. They're mishuge, but they're not dumb. They hate us, but they're not dumb. They're not dumb at all. 
Whenever goodness stands up to evil, the world becomes a better place. This week, goodness stood up to evil. For years and years, goodness surrendered disgustingly to evil. Diabolically to evil. This was a week of Balayla who nadadashnas hamelech. It was a week of layehudim ayseirah v'simcha v'sasim v'kar. And thus I believe it's a week and a time when we, the Jewish people, have to be extremely grateful and thankful for a very beautiful moment and graceful moment in history that I hope will have only, only positive developments until the time when there'll be the ultimate and real La Yehudim Hoysa'ira. Thank you very much. <laughs>
uvana v'charta v'kerafton amalkena l'shem chagadol. It's different uschayis ba'ahava, and it's not enough. Baruch atah Hashem haboicher ba'ama Yisrael ba'ahava. Now you're ready to say Shema. Till now, now you could say v'haftas Hashem alakecha. Chazal said six times. Why? And every morning, because of the love that you have for him and the joy that you mesameach, you called his name is Alafichach and Achnu Chayavim Lohoides Ashneinu Matoyv Chelkainim Anuim Goyalainim Ayofirushosainim. So now I'm asking, what I said. Is expressed in these words or not? <laughs> or the other side is expressed in these words? Which one? Tell me truthfully. No, honestly. On Makaitis. Pashat Davin and Yed the Tug. Yed the Kin Davin. Don't you see? And if it's not enough Shach, it's not Chamal Maidiv. Oh, but the Davin's Tug, yeah? But but tell me where, where where is the proof wrong? Doesn't say this in Davene. May Let's take the alternative. What's the alternative? Hashem is not such a nice guy. When there's hundreds of psukim that say that he's a racham v'chanan, hundreds. I didn't make them up, right? So certain conditions. But the same Torah says. That their connection is always zelbetayda. That says I'm going to punish you. Says va'av gamzois, yeah. Ubekashtem Hashem as Hashem alakechol matzasa. Hashem Hashem alakechol shvuscha v'dechamecha. Ah, ben kachol ben kachatam kriyim bonen. I mean, avas oylem haftich in Yirmiya in Yirmiya. Ah, hoysheya. We spoke about this a few weeks ago. Twenty-five, I think. Yeah. Number twenty-five. I mean, this, this, this mamish, huh? What? No one is halacha like that. Ayid was, huh? No, yeah. Hashem, Hashem, la'achet sheyechta. Gemara Rosh Hashanah, Daf Yud Zayin. So I'm asking, what, what, uh, what, what, what's, what's the contradiction to this? Was. Now, now, yeah. Some some people say that the Hasid, the Hasidim teach that the love is conditional, but by me it's very strange because if anybody came to teach that the Ava is eternal, it was Afke the Baal Shem Tov and the students. They don't stop with this. Look at all Sifri Baal Shem Tov, all Sifri Hamagit, all Sifri Balatanya, and all the Chaverim, all the Chavraya Kadosh, Oyer Hameir, Avodas Yisrael, Ktusha Slevi. But everybody from that head. Huh? All the Svarim, yeah? They, they mention Scharvainish, of course. It's one of the Animamans. But their whole Yisoyed is the Ava, the Vadamkai, the Kesha, the Dvekis, Vasayidis. Ayid is always Dovok, and even the lowest person is always has a nitzitz. I mean, this is like mamish. It's a So Davke Chsidim should say that this is a psah. 
Achidisch, der ganz chsidisches Gebäude auf da. Was hat man doch gedacht? Und der Satmirov sagt, man soll es nehmen in Strub. Aber Havi brach halt euch bei Sacha, und es ist der. You got it? You can play devil's advocate, I don't mind, but I'm just trying to hit the other side. Let's take the other side. Let's do the other side. Hashem doesn't love us. He created the world. He wanted to. He wanted to. He wanted to control. So he created us, and he said, "Listen, if you follow, I love you. I'll reward you. If not, you will see what happens. I will destroy you. I will punish you. I will. I will be as happy destroying you like I did to this." couldn't care less about you, I just want to control you and the only thing to motivate you is, Pasha, you should be frightened, for you. I'm stronger than you, I'm bigger than you, I created you I can turn you into a nothing and that's it, I'm big and strong that's it, go daven ma'ariv go daven shachas, go daven don't eat put on tefillin, keep Shabbos because it's just, everything is a cheshman and anything wrong thing you do, remember I'm going to come and by the way, one of my mitzvahs is you should love me with all your heart and all your soul. And I wonder how this is supposed to happen. How exactly is this? Oh, you don't love me? Oh, So what happens to people now? That also becomes forced. I love you. Drop that. You know when people do that? I love you. I wish I could kill you. It's the worst love in the world. It's worse than hate. Because <laughs> when I hate you, at least I hate you. When I, say, I have to say I love you, it's... It's trauma, shabbat trauma. And everything we put on Yiddishkeit, everything, poor God, was motgetansam. Motgenumena, alibe bashefe. Putem gemachta diktator, huh? Why do people get chayas from this? Was gitteze? A bessere Yiddishkeit. Was gitteze uns? Ich frag, what motivates to reject the positivity. It doesn't, right? I never saw. Yeah, the word, the, the derech of Musa, there's a derech of Chesedes. Musa was more focused on Yira, Chesedes more on Simcha. Fine. You can't compare Shari Tshuva, you can't compare Shari Tshuva, or, or, there's different Svada, Besaider. There was there a lot of Drachim, a lot of different drachim. But there's no derech in the world that I ever saw. Of course. Okay, how much they focused on things, how much they emphasized. Say then, there were machlekes in also. But the yesoid ha-yesoidus, that the yesoid of Yiddishkeit is the ava of Hashem to the Jew. And that the ava is nitzchizdik, and the dveikas that he wants with every neshama and every matzav. I agree. It's not a shitta. It's basically an instinctive way of dealing with problems. and uh, But it has a lot of negative results. Even the people who remain are very traumatized. They're very hurt. They're very hurt. They don't know. The Dubna Magid's Vart. 
So Rashi says, Malamit Shanem Raparshazu Bahakel. They call, yeah, the Tabrel Kaladas. So he said, Mazet, Ava Meklaip Tzazam and Gant Klal Yisrael, was the Ersh Tzachlis Medav Zogin? Kdoshim Tiyu Kikadoshani. Sokta Rashi, Sokta Medrash, Yochel Kamoini, Talmud Loimar, Kadoshani, Kadoshasilam, Sokta Moiri Nayim, Yochel Kamoini is Benechusa. Kikadoshani, because you're part of me, Kadoshasilam, Migdoshaska. You're holy, you're great, you're awesome. No, I'll tell you. I think, I can't say for everybody, I think most Moisdes and most Yeshivas and most parents and most Mechanachim want to do the right thing. Many of them have mysterious nefesh for this. And they're working in it for years. But I think sometimes they're not always in touch with what's going on. They're pushing not in touch, number one. Number two, they follow what, what was done to them. The way I was treated, I treat my students or children. Not because, because instinctively that's how it is, you know. We become the fathers that our fathers were. We become the mothers that our mothers were. It's just derech Unless we have a conscious, mental effort to look at it differently. And number three, we're afraid. We're afraid of losing. There's a lot of nesioinah. So we, you know, derech tzorevarucha. We want to take the, the fast way of, of just getting things in order. It should look good. Suppress. So it's good, you know. The day before the chasana, first day, you're separating, right? Uh, a father called me that uh, Scala doesn't want to go to the chuppah. Tomorrow night is the wedding. So I told them, well, Efshid Afman Abstopen. I mean, he said, no, call her and convince her to go. I said, but what if there's something real? I mean, they can get divorced, Chas Shalom. And if there's going to be a baby, it's going to be a churban. Well, we sent out the invitations. It's going to be a bush of a harpa to all the guests. So I said, I understand. I'm not saying it's not going to be a bush. I understand you sent out the invitations. But now let's think what's more important. The guests are going to come, 200 guests, and there's going to be a message on the door, or you'll send out a text, whatever, it's canceled. And for two hours, they're going to say, oh, they'll talk about it for two hours. Or we pressure your daughter to get married. The guests say, ah, shine a Beautiful, beautiful pictures, pictures, pictures. Your wife goes home, she's miserable. And then they get divorced. I said, let's just think, what's more Achrayazdik? He says, you don't know my kehila. Thank you, bye. So, huh? He says, you don't know my kehila. You're right, but you don't know my kehila. So I'm saying, he doesn't love his daughter. Of course he loves his daughter. He would probably die for his daughter. I, mean, I don't know him. But it's just, he's programmed. Let's just cover it up and make nice. But I don't think it's a hisnagdus be'etzim. You understand what I'm saying? I don't think it's a, a, a mahalach. I don't think it's a mahalach. I think every mechanach... 
Allah, Allah. I think most mechanchim, if they have good will, and, and you show to them a derech that is so much more effective and successful, they would love it, they would embrace it, they're waiting for it. Maybe they're afraid that this means no discipline, which really it's punkt fakert. There is more discipline. This discipline is based on, on respect, on sensitivity. I believe in you, I trust you, I want your best. Not there's no discipline. There's not about hafkedis. Do whatever you want, destroy your life. No, no, I'm your parent. I care for you, I love you. But I could explain to you what I'm doing. I'm not doing it because I want you to understand. And once you're an adult, you'll have to make your own decisions. But when you're a child, it's my achrayas. I think privately, 96% of mechanachim, parents, if, if, they're, if they're communicated to in a way that they can appreciate the message, they not only mask him, I think they would embrace it. They would cherish it. They want their children to be successful. Well, again, people follow, follow, people follow routines and it's like, oh, you want to change everything. What do you want to change? You want to infuse everything with more positivity, more emuna, more simcha, more depth. To be oikir a mitzvah, to add a mitzvah. But, uh, but uh, when you're explaining the significance of Torah and mitzvahs, but I think if they can appreciate that, I think they would love it. They want to be successful. Who doesn't want to be successful? Which Rosh Hashiva, Rebbe, Mora, Mashgiach, Mechanech, Rebbe, Father, Mother, don't want to be successful? Who doesn't want to have children who are, who are excited about what their parents do? <laughs> you, you're saying that, that's, that that's not what the Cheshbon is. And it's Matz Cheshbon and they would like to, and they would like to. A CD, because given a CD in the car. So he does CDs. Yeah, yeah, Satmarov is to freedom of the Exogde. For the Maftiach. The Allah Satmarach said them. Okay, I met Sashem, ain't talk. So she's the egg of Vienna, yeah? Of my nachrayas, as a sat mit avizayet zefred mit yadayna was kommt. Von Allah seine svarim, ah? Zavadi da derechayira derechava. Was meinst du derechayira? Afilu derechayira. Erstens, wie kommt es als chsidim, wo sein neschanach geworden mit Yusuf auf Talmidia Habal Shemtev, ja? Haben also ein Möde von der Wort Ava. Das verstehe ich nicht. Und der ganze Derech von Talmudia Boshemte wird doch gewöhnt. Kiruv und Ave und Chibbe und Simcha. Und wir alle sein der Eumek und der Dwekus von einer Schamann. Uff, hey, bin jeden. Ich habe nicht stock in kein Lein in den Chsidisches Vorden, was er nicht da sei. Das hat mir doch nicht gemeint. Er schreibt das alleine seines Vorden. Wie kann er das machen? Okay, in, in, in Kotzke gewendet hat Gosche Emmesdikkeit. 
Honesty, honesty, honesty. That's Real love is honest. It was sharp, it was sharp. Maybe everybody's not a Kaylee for it. But, but it was about that, 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 that God, had, God wants to torture you. It's fakert. It was MS, a mezucht MS, fakert. Gettlichkeit is MS. MS hat man lived, that Ambam hat alashen, oises, a MS, bepnei show MS. In Hilchis Truva, Pedicure, that took me shvaschar, oises, a bepnei show MS. The derech hayiris, the in Musa derech, but what's meant yiris? What's by the ball in Musa meant yiris? Give a coke. What's meant by the yiris? Huh? Yiris, while I, while I, while I will the pain again? Chas v'shalom. I'm not saying the Satmar Shovavim Titus were filled with love. Okay. So you're explaining what happened. Fine. Yiris Ha'inish is an Indian as Mahat Maida for the Straf. Is erstens, das ist von den niedrigsten, niedrigsten Madreges in Jiddischkeit. Was macht man von dem ganzen Jiddischkeit? Das ist erstens. Ob du darfst es, Gesundheit? Datum. Zweitens, was meint ihr das eigentlich? Und was hast du meine? Also, er will der Peinigen, Chas verschallen. Er will der Messaken sein. Nur ein Mensch versteht, ja, was darf er hereingehen und verbrennen die Finger und danach gehen zum Doktor, ja, was darf ich es? Das ist der Bescheid. Nicht jeder, weil er will der Peinigen. I'm going to go play, ich bin ein Kind. Ein Reinlicher nach Splinter. Ich weiß nicht, ob der Mama wird es herausnehmen. Weil sie will mir Peinigen, weil sie will nicht keine Infektion. Aber was darf ich gehen, reinhacken nach Splinter? Es ist viel jeder so einig, es ist nicht keine schreckliche Sache. Aber jeder Bechlau, der Rambam ist mit Teil jeder in Hilchis Yisaidia Teure. Es ist Bechlau nicht kein Dimmien zu hat, sondern jeder von uns hat jeder. Es ist der Ohr, ah? Der Ohr. Ja, der Ohr auf der Brie. Ja. In Chsiddisches Wort, im Rätsch Beiker, euch in Scharitschub, andere Erde, jeder hat Meure, er hat Meure zum Mazeg sein. Asayachas. It's like, a man has the best chave in the world, yeah? I don't want to be I'm scared to ruin such a beautiful relationship. Huh? Yiras HaRabim says, I feel a tiffer with them. That's what I say. What I say is Yiras HaRabim says, Yiras HaRabim says, not tiffer. I feel Yiras HaRabim. Is Yiras HaRabim first the first madrege of Yiras was meint jedes Einisch? Nicht, dass er wird der Peinigen Chas verschollen. I feel jedes Einisch ist eine edle Sache. Jedes Einisch ist, why should I abuse my life and, and, and deal with the consequences? It's, 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 it's so, it's the wrong thing to do. A person is a diabetic. Let me add in the physisch. A man leidt von Diabetes. The doctor sagt in the Tarsier, Tompkin, Zucker. You're going to have sugar, you're going to be a blood clot in your foot, you're going to end up in the hospital. Oh, is that a stickle cheesecake? Oh, hat es lieb? Yeah. Er will es essen? Yeah. Alle essen es? Yeah. Er hat mekine? Yeah. The most basic, niederigste Madrege is Tracht. Tracht about the consequences. They're not in the house because they want to torture you, because they want you should live. But think about the consequences. No, das ist sehr positive Sache. Das ist eine normale Sache. Jeder Säunisch meint nicht, das ist ein schlechter Monster. Der Doktor ist kein schlechter Monster. Er will dir helfen. Was darf ich reinlegen in ein gesunder Kopf in ein kranken Bett? Das ist jeder Säunisch. Ich finde, jeder Säunisch ist eine feine Sache, eine geschmackte Sache, eine normale Sache. 
Men sagt att säga de kind. Men sagt att säga de kind. Don't eat. Then kind of twenty twenty lollipops. Your kid, your mother, your wife says, don't take the next lollipop. Why not? So they say it's gazen nechten. You had it. As soon as you can't sleep in bed, and you were miserable, you were hyper. Those were the. That's the Yerushalmish. It's not the schlechter zach, huh? The Rambam zach this, yeah. Yeah, Pashas Achirimais, yeah. Mizirza Yosim and Hashem is Yosim and Hashem. That's the Yosinish. Sinish the Psah. A monster, a boogeyman was will the upschneiden the thing that's in the Pinekin. Chas Mishalom. For what's halt, for what's halt, for what's gleit man does. Is it not so confused, them all? But I've balaiched in the world. You're right. Listen, we have to. The Bosham Tavad gave a left fire that's way to Velt Mohammed. The Badish would give a left fire that's way to Mohammed. The Zoya Dachsach gave an Eichfad that's way to Velt Mohammed. When Hashem Hashem Kelrach and Vachan is Dachsach Eichfad that's way to Velt Mohammed. Und ich sehe mir nicht von der zweiten Welt. Verkehrt, nach der zweiten Welt, Mohammed, kann man verstehen, was Rashbi sagt. Hast du sie gegeben, ein Feld? Ein Feld, das ein Engelig, klar, Israel, in Azalchi, Yisurim und Sores, gar nicht hat gedacht, wachsen. Gib mal, guck, was hat gewachsen. Eine Reihe Pnege hinnehmen, verkehrt. Nach der zweiten Welt, Mohammed, kann man sehen, die Werte von Rashbi. Ich glaube, was darf nach der zweiten Welt, Mohammed, ist, ist, ist zu, 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 zu erlaubniederigen Menschen und straschen sie mit negativen Sachen, hat kein Sein, so hat schreckliche Resultate. Der Eulam, der shut down. Ich gerät mit tausenden Jeden. Chsidim, Litwische, Yeshivische, Breslöwe, Chabatske, Satmere, Gere, Pope, Wisnitze, Lakewood, Moderne, Freie, Frumme, verschiedene Kehilles. Ich habe es gesehen bei Muchisch. I'm not doubting They all shut down. So, guck nicht da raus, kein Schum in den Chiyuvi. Chutz von einem, was hat Pachat, und ein zweiter, was hat mehr Sinne. Und ein dritter, was mehr Robot. Und ein vierter, was beklaue ich noch gewollt. Ich habe I'm talking, I'm talking. Okay. It could be Sasach verbunden mit dem. Jeden sein, der durch ein solches Schrammer, als ein Schreithainter für jedes Kind, erkennt es, dass es Säufel sein. Aber hebt auf jeden, Man gibt sie Idut, man gibt sie Chizuk. Ja, Afilu hat die Chizuk ist nicht mehr, man darf sie bewahren, nicht nur sie tun, Sumira. Sumira darf nicht sein, darf nicht sein negativ. Sumira ist sehr positiv. Huh? When I tell, when I, when you tell your kid not to play computer games a ganze Nacht, not to be addicted to a game, it's not, it's not, it's not a bad thing, it's a good thing. 
Like you tell them don't eat and eat. It's a good thing. The he finds his soul. But that is unmetumheit. Huh? Loi oisi karasa Yaakov. The hast? Skehet mein shir. You only come for the action. Loi oisi karasa Yaakov ki agata bi Yisrael. Eib Yiddishkeit is amuchenish. It's not me. God says it's not me. You got the wrong guy. You got the wrong Judaism. You got the wrong religion. Huh? Gemara. <laughs> I don't care about you. I only care about myself. Yeah. is the Psadik schreibt in Pritzadik, Appelle de Kevort, in ganz Chumisch, in der Stadt, kein ein Haskade von Eilam Haba, und Gehenne. Haitachem. Eine von die Ikrim. How can you say that? In Tanach, the Muslim, aber gar nicht, doesn't say. Mikan und Chies am Eisem, aus Yoshem. Mikan, Mikan, Mikan. Appelle de Kevort. In Chazal, yeah, Elam Haba, Gehenim, Kais Hashem Chelik Elam Haba, Chutz. Only in Teresh Abal Peh. Oh, the word Gehenim you have in Tanakh, but I'm talking... Rabbi Yochel Ben Zaka, Mesech De Brach, Esdav Chav Ches, Eini Yedeya Beize Derech Melechin Oisi. Shtei Drachem. What happened? Isn't that... That's the Yiddishkeit. If not, you go to purgatory. Oh, 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 oh. So everybody asks this. The Chayvah Salavavas get sent to Rutzim of them. The Rambam, huh? Kroisa Kasha. Nor Gashmias. Venosati Geshmechem. Venos Noritz Yevula. Loisavah Cherev Ba'artzichem. Loisavah Cherev Ba'artzichem. Alt Gashmias. Vosigashem with the next of all. Huh? Yeah, Alts Gashmis. What happened? A filu ashodus hanefesh is. Venichrus hanefesh. A bepashtus mentus. Misabede shemaim, yeah. Bepashtus. Ich renish to pirush shimentarish abopa. 
Ich habe gesagt, das ist ein scharfes Wort. Er sagt, das ist eine Stiedigkeit. Mit dem Fasschen, das ist eine Stiedigkeit. Ich habe es gesehen. Ich habe geguckt. Jiddischkeit, ja, weil das ist Hashem. Das ist der Beste. Das ist der Beste. Was soll ich sagen? Das ist nicht Teil der Equation. Ay, alles schar mit einem Gashmen. Ich das auch schon der Rambam in Hilches Tschuva, ganze Pedig in Hilches Tschuva, Pedig Ches, Pedig Tess. Der Rambam fragt, was ist alles schar in Gashmen? Der Rambam hat die Gedicke, die er hat, aber auch nicht. So, der Rambam ist nicht schar. Der Eberste sagt jeden, der soll kennen, lernen, teuren, mit keinem sein Mitzwiss, wird sein, am Matze von Scholem, am Matze von Menuchen, am Matze von Scholem, der muss, das ist ein Heilig von der Weide, das ist ein Scham. Kedem soll kennen, dienen, dem Eberstein, darf man sein gesund. Eides Schaar, das ist nicht das, was für Jüdischkeit. Also ich sagte, what do you see from here? Er glaubt nicht in Schaar, was er glaubt in Schaar. Aber er, mit dem nicht sich, mit dem Eberstein. Ein jeder hat, er ist ein Heilige, er kam im Mal. Das Schaar ist eine feine Sache. Das ist die Relationship, die Connection. Wer du bist. Bist du ein Stück Gettlichkeit, bist du ein Stück Einsäuf. Father, the same of the animals, while the aside is that we're accountable. We have a crisis of them. What's me doing? What's me doing? Hot to its us. I can't just turn schlecht. I can't just gambling or ratzing and lying and trachting as shalom alayn afshi. It's not true. We have given a din vecheshbin for yedem meisav what's me doing? Meisav toiv and meisav epachatoiv. Father, the same aside in Yiddishkeit. Leben ist nicht hefke, ein Mensch ist nicht hefke, der Eberste geht dem Mann, was du tust, und er hält dich rein. Und das ist die Jesod von der normalen Welt. Das ist nicht eine hefke Welt. Das ist die Jesod von der goische Welt. Da war das, ich habe mit uns mit Neuach. Das ist die Jesod von der normalen Welt. What you do matters. Ich will so sein, ein guter Mensch. Das ist nicht Ratzchen und Masiken. Nicht als ist Mutter. Aber da lacht Sonny, le Chavrach, le Savit, und sie nicht stammen in Theorie, du trockst da Chreis auf dem, und sie da scharf auch nicht. Aber das ist so. Aber das allein ist nicht keine schlechte Sache, verkehrt, es ist eine gute Sache. Ich habe gesagt, letzte Woche, aber sagt der Kinder, was du tust, ist nicht eine Gehe. Wird das ein Beuen? Hörst du mal weg? Sag der Kind, you can do whatever you want, sie nicht eine Gehe, nobody cares, mommy doesn't care, go to sleep when you want, ask for the bills, to gehe in Dreusen, gehe raus an a Mantel in the winter, gehe, no problem, gehe sitzt in der Schnee a ganze Nacht, gehe spiel sich mit der Bären in der in in Wald, I don't care, nobody cares. So, was tut das da, Kind? Sag, geht mal weg, ha? Ha? Wo offert euch, kann ihr mich ajechen? Scharwe einisch ist nicht eine schlechte Sache. Scharwe einisch meint, verkehrt, es ist geschrieben, I care about you. And you matter. Okay. Used to, okay. 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 So you're saying people are used to communicating Judaism a certain way and they feel this is the only way to do it. Okay. 
But that was the Taina to the Baal Shem Tev, yeah? The Pashanah started to speak ISIS. They said everything is one. That's what I told them. People don't have a bad intention at all. They have a very positive intention. Right. they wouldn't say they wouldn't say that I don't think it's a stira I don't think I don't think it's a stira I don't think it's a stira I think I think people I think it's not a stira I think all the positivity could be expressed through all of this you just have to see the right words that's what I really think. I don't think it's a stida. The second point is that uh, we could look around today. A dir grew up. Okay. This dir is struggling with certain things. There's a certain amount, not the roiv, and not half, and not even less than that, that leaves Yiddishkeit. So that's one one issue you have to deal with, because come out every mishpacha has it today. I'm talking about now. But I'm talking about now. I'm talking about now. It's all Zion. It's all Zion. It's all Zion. But it's come out no mishpacha. Das ist ein Sach, und dann auch da die alle was bleiben. Aber man sieht praktisch, ich darf doch dir nicht erzählen, und es ist da mal andere. Also viele Jeden, was bleiben, und, und, und feine Jeden, und hat immer Spaches, ich da gewisse äh, Trockenheit, oder Cynicism, oder Kaltkeit. Maybe, I don't know, could be. Could be. And uh, some struggles, and Sveikes, every Kaltkeit, und schon ein Delay. And zeh zeh rasach. I'm not with mention often. I'm not with mention often. Umetum litvish yeshivas and chesedish yeshivas and on 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 yeshivish ab eter on dieter dieter. So besides the amount that literally leaves, which is also very popular, echled vegen asach andera. In Ungar and Friday Mulchama. not technical, not technical. The Aleph Faktoren zusammen, yeah, darf man trachten. Sagt man, me ignoriert alles, und man sagt, take. So da tausende und tausende junge Leute, was fillen sehr trocken in sehr Jiddischkeit. 
so da tausend Tövers gehen weg. Und wir können mamisch nicht tun, als ob wir getan in Ungarn vor dem Alchama. Wir können proben ein bisschen, machen eine Siffe. Ah? Gut, aber alle verstehen doch, als das Smartphone Softcore-Soft ist ein Däumen und ein Mensch ist Beuche, was er will. Ich meine, Softcore-Soft. Okay. Aber ich fühle es so sein, also. So sein, als alles ist schuldig dem. Aber mir geht es doch nicht mamisch, mir weiß es in der Eule, mein Ganzen, mamisch. Okay. Ist die Scheile ist, mir sagt das eine Sache. Ich kann mir sagen, drei Sachen. Eine Sache ist, es alle mal gewinnen, also. We just keep on trucking. That's it, fine. The Eberste, the Eberste is Welt. Was willst du für mich? That's one way we could say. Yeah. Or we could, no, we could say, I have, I have to take care of it. And the best way to take care of it is just do everything like we used to do and say the same thing. And just find different things to blame. You'll find a person, you'll find technology, you'll find this, and you'll try to, you'll try to be at Mavaya. But then there's a third iPhone. The third iPhone is as follows. In the last 50, 60 years, is all of us in as far the Malcham is 50% of Yidens and Shinish Gwen Shem the Torah Mitzvah. Efshemer. Efshemer. The Erter, who is a geblieben, stark, lefierach, nicht den ganzen, a commitment on a dweikus in Teiro Mitzvahs, is given sehr stark in the Erter, who is a given the Hashpah from Teiro Sabal Shamtev. The Hashpah from Chzidus. Ah? Good. Good. But in the Erter, who is not given is badlos, the Marshal Russland, Russland and Poland, you're right, you're right. Aber für die, was eine geblieben sind. Was ist die Geschichte? Nein, nein, das ist Reuv Yidin sei nicht kein Schemel Teil um etwas. Nicht nur Reuv, nur Rube, Rube de Minker, nur sag mir wie Rube de Minker, leider. Aber, so zurückgekommen zu Teil um etwas, ja, muss dann eine Million zu mehr von dem. Lem Reuv, was Millionen haben sich assimiliert und weiter assimilieren sich mit Intermarriage. Aber ob sie gewinnen eine Million von Yidin, die zurückkommen nach, heute muss dann noch zwei, drei Millionen von Yidin. Und alle Gottlme haben wir nicht nicht drüber, nicht halb. Seine Jüden sind nicht zurückgekommen. Und wir sind in der Welt unassimiliert und nicht geschämt mit sich, gehadert bei Älteren und sind zurückgekommen. Voluntarily. Man nicht kennt sie, er ist von Yeshivas, weil nicht gewinnen Yeshivas. Man nicht kennt, er ist von den Kindern von Yeshivas. Man nicht kennt, Mafchid sein, aber wird nicht machen, Schuduchen mit sie. Oder nicht sein Achelik von der Kehle, weil sie nicht gewinnen Achelik von der Kehle, sie haben feine Lebens. Sie sind gekommen, mamisch von innen wenig. Nein, ich rede gegen Balit Shuva. Ich rede Balit Shuva. Jeder muss am Shuva getan, nicht reformen. Lefierig, aber ich rede, jeder muss haben angeben, hinten Teuro und Mitzvahs. No, no, aber ich rede, jeder muss einen Schäumler Teuro und Mitzvah in der Tausende. Was auch viele gehen im Mikwe hinten. 
Und als man stellt die Scheile, was berube die was hat sie gebracht zu Jüdischkeit? Was hat sie gebracht zu alle Jüden? Was hat der in Jüdischkeit? Was hat Gosch hat sie gebracht? Sagt man, sie gewinnt bei Iker eine Sache. Man hat alles gebracht zu sehen, die Jöcke und die Gewaltigkeit und die Positivkeit von Ayid, von Töne, von Mitzvahs, von den Mäbersten und von ganz Jüdischkeit. Das hat sie gebracht. Mele stellt sich jetzt der Scheile. Man guckt auf ein Dorf, zwischen Frumme Jeden. Und man sieht, dass die Tausende was rein weg. So sein alle mal gewinnen sie. Und man sieht, Hunderte, Tausende was rein nicht. Aber in wenig ist ein schwacher Matzef. Und man sieht, Millionen Jeden, was Bechlal haben, nicht kein Scheiches. Und Schitter sei es badlos, ist leider, oder nicht leider, nicht so praktisch. Es stellt sich der Scheile. Einer, was es heint, am Mechanech, ein Manhig, ein Heugedeus, ein Rebbe, ein Zadik, ein Oye Visrol, ein Mora, ein Ticha, ein Mashgiach, ein Shishiv, ein Tata, ein Mama. Was soll er tun? Oder was soll sie tun? Es könnte zum Chazek sein, Jiddischkeit und Aves Hashem, Aves Hashem, Aves Hashem, bei Tausenden jungen Leuten und Freuen, und bei Tausenden, was gehen da weg, und bechlau bei Jiddus, was haben nicht geschehen. Das ist die Scheile. Was trachte ist die jüdischste und richtigste Entfe mit dem meisten jüdischen Meinen. Was trachte? Gut. Ich frage euch aber Scheil. That's it. Ah? Ich sage, es ist nicht kein Stil. Das habe ich gesagt, die erste Sache. Ich habe nicht mehr Kabel gewonnen, die erste Sache. Auf andere. Das ist die Zukunft und das wird man bauen. Und sie nicht kein Stille. Warte, warte, sie wird besser und besser. Sie wird besser und besser. Sie wird besser und besser und sie wird sein noch besser. So now I want to ask you an honest question. You know right away, you know right away. And that's why Taka, when they talk, I don't think they have more than 10, 20 people. When you talk, you have hundreds of people, everybody's standing all over the place. That's the question. Do you think today, for most people, to create an environment where they can ask such questions is 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 helpful for the Yiddishkeit and Avisatayr or not? Most people. Do you think so? You, you and I know that I agree. How many people are repressing pain that they have? I know it's not fixed by a drasha, but it's fixed by an approach to chinuch in the home and in the school when they're four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. No. And I'm surprised if somebody's going to come and say, if a child is sitting in class and he's having a lot of anxiety, right? And somebody is going to say, you should just be a mechanic the way your father was mechanic you. What would you what would you say to that person? And what what do you think about such a father and mother? What, what is it? Just do what your father did to you. He doesn't want to sit in school. You know what they told you when you don't want to sit in school? And 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 you would say this is the Messiah. The Satmar Rebbe. 
or other Rebbe's said in the Drashas, go to therapy? Social counselors? ADDs? Coaches? Psychologen? Psychiatrists? <laughs> the answer, of course, is, of course, if you would come to any responsible Rebbe, Mechanech, Manik, and you say, I'm dealing with, with, with a crisis, this, this type of sensitivity could help. So, of course, jump on it. As long as it's not... If, it, if it's, if it's Oikir Yiddishkeit, of course not. So when, I'm, when, when you see clearly, when you see clearly that when you teach Torah Sabal Shem Tov today and his Talmidim, yeah? you give people spiritual Tchiyas HaMesa. So what would any Rebbe from the Altidar say about that? They have more Chiyas and Tfilin, more Chiyas and Davening. They, they start keeping Shabbos. They stop eat, eating kosher. They stop they healing. That's it they would say? You're both right. Because most most Rebbe's would say, If this taka... If this taka... If this taka... If this taka... Who feels a mighty dikit shuka? Not feeling. His machshave dibu maisa. Avoidus Hashem yoimam velailas mitat dvekus ilot mida de choltmidin stimu de choltmidin. As if he's an atatus and zedus. When as a avas oilam aftonu, the heart flak its chuf in ecstasy with the satmelebe flak machim at the hand by the sign by the bayne binum. When as a shmai soul is called a maidich be echad. When a falitzach and a mamish moise nefesh al kiddush Hashem and zamachshava. And you and and he experiences that all with the same words and the same chinuch. Beautiful. So, who wants to challenge that chaspersham? But you're all laughing when I say this. Why are you all laughing when I say this? No, that's not, not why? Exactly why? Because you see this as babamaisis. It's chaloimus that they told you about your elta 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 zaidu who lived before the chetet sadas, <laughs> and they made you feel guilty about all these people that you're not like them. And you all think it's Baba Mises. There's no such a thing even. Yeah, my Elta, Elta, Elta Zayde, Fide Krieg was at Tzadik Gomor. And when he used to start davening, he melted in Kloy Sanefesh. They had to call the Mesaskim because they had to make Tchiyas HaMesim after davening. Now, wait a second. If you would say the first... They're all laughing, you, you see? you would finish this, this uh, uh, paragraph the way you just did in Safra Bismedish or in Pope Bismedish or wherever it is, you know, about Midashtet. We're trying to have an intelligent conversation. I'm not being personal. <laughs> uh, people... Well, this is not a... No, I'm asking why everybody started to give this cynical smile when I described them to them. You know why? Because nobody ever felt this way. So the question is... Oh, 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 oh. Now you said the first honest thing. Oh, so that's what's happening. And nobody's acknowledging it. And as long as we don't acknowledge it, everybody has it inside. So that's what's happening. So he's telling me, just say the same thing and look at the results. He didn't say that you should say it. No, no, he's asking a question. The point is that you should keep saying what you're saying. You're not I won't stop. I'm not trying to stop. It's not a theory. You don't understand. There's not one word here that I said 
that's a stira to anything in any safer of a Kaddish alien throughout all the generations. Nothing. Maybe, I don't know. For a different reason. His headache, he said why he went on with a headache. For a different reason. Because I made too much sense. Because I made too much sense. It's a different type of headache. He doesn't know how to deal with it, he said. Okay, genick for Einacht, right? I think you have to go a few steps further into the community and bring up a lot more hate. More for people to come here. What do you want? Like what? What, what should I do? What should I do? You're good at it, but it's still my The hate is not, is not at the stage that it's right now. But I don't hate them. I don't oh, hate them. You want them to hate you so much that they should start talking publicly against you and then, and then promote you. I don't have that type of agenda. If you want to transform the huh? But that's going to transform the world. I don't think. The moment, the moment it becomes about who's right. Most people that come here are because they heard something negative about Rusia, and they want to check it out. Well, let me tell you. The moment, the moment you lose focus, and it becomes about. Okay, but that's always the Tachmas. Okay, a good night, Yiddish. Okay, a good night, Yiddish. Okay, a good night, Yiddish. Okay, a good night, he was freaking out. He had what's called the post, uh, yeah, post-traumatic stress from reading Reishas Chachma, PTSD, without the name. I say the tzelans. I don't know if it's true. The bitchel of a lojne gezak. Daiginish, daiginish. To the boyne shaloy lamanish galayin Reishas Chachma. Is that the child man by the lit in the litter? Is that the child that helped the lit for Shayid? He didn't get the memo with Allah Oyn Shah. They learned it in the three weeks in order to bring about the last. Okay. Say. Or they understood that it brings about another way to reverse. In Mordei Naim, Zakhtar Machim Adam Shayimal is Chayk Piv Bailam Haza. I'm a Zetach Talmidia Balshemtiv. Thank you very much. Molly is Chayk Vesimcha. Sie gewinnen immer zu haben, aber kabodach tuve. 
Right. As well, let it mean it was an excuse. He said it was an answer. It's a certain hashkafe. It brings out a certain. It's a stira to Rashi. Rashi is like the chnishtazai. Okay. This is elu elu dimer elu kim chamsi. There's kind stira. Pseida. Und wir sollen nicht meinen, dass man darf nicht haben jeder. Ave geht zusammen mit jeder. Terrain got fin. It's two wings. You can't fly with one wing. So da avoid von der Bedayats. Ave is geschmacke. Jeder is gesinte. Ave is geschmack. But to be healthy, you need jeder. Boundaries, discipline. Jeder. Beide, beide emes. Ich kann es dir verkehrt. Emes ave hat jeder. Emes jeder hat ave. People don't realize how many times does it say the word Ava in the Baracha Avas Oilam before Krishna. Huh? You know how many times? A clean Baracha. Zek small. Machanan. Five demos was Makabal El Malcha Shamayim. Dafman Vissin before the Eber started live. Huh? Least the same. Your parents don't want to torture you. Your parents would never torture you, even if they're in a bad mood. Maybe some fathers are crazy nuts. I'm not saying. And even if he has, even if he has a moment of cast, he'll apologize after. He'll lose himself and he'll say, "I'm never doing it again." Right? Ideally, ideally, an amala Emotions that we wouldn't attribute to a normal father, we attribute to Hashem, the father of Vinusha Bashamayim. How do we do that? What I'm saying is wrong. That should be criticized much more. I don't understand. So what I'm saying is 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 not is not is not right. The most normal thing in the world. 
All I'm saying is, don't make God worse than a simple peasant-like father, yeah, who sits in mud a whole day and works and comes home and is in a bad mood and still wouldn't think of certain things. At least give Hashem the same credit. Like, that's what I'm saying. People say otherwise or give other impressions. I don't think they mean it, but... Huh? And I ask another question. I want to ask another question. Somebody comes into my house and starts shitting pech and shrebel on my kids. Even L'shem Shemaim. He comes to me and tells me, this kid is rotten, this kid is horrible, this kid is a sick person. How am I going to look at that person? A youth comes into my house and says, I saw your kid learning. Ah, unbelievable. I saw this kid. I also want to tell you, maybe you should fix. Okay. The is the Chumatum. A hot kinder. Mekum Tarain. In our shul. Meklap of the Bimmer. And in front for Eberstin. Hey, but no, no, he's shilton sein a kinder. The Moirinayim zogt. Oine gunnega is the Zalbazach for us. Oine gunnega. You know why, yeah? He says, the greatest oinik for our tatas as meret shein wegen seine kinder. You turn it into a negger. You take away his oinig. Comes in front for him. Hey, still on Shilton. This kid is horrible. Di yidin shreklich musad. Unbelievable how bad you are. Me some chavos that stuff and Eberstein skinder. The Rambam in the Geras Teimon. Atakir taravos at oiz gesholten yidin. He says Yeshaya Novi had gezokt af yidin. Amt meis for sayim. Toich amt meis am anoich yoshev and verbrennt. He got up and said, Jews are cynics. They don't give a hoot. Yoichichon Moshe Shoihavon. As is a crash, yeah? Elad Vodim. Yoichichon Moshe Shoihavon. Somebody speaks to you about your kids. It's Pech and Shrebel. Well, you throw them out of your house. You're not going to listen to a word. Fed me Samcha. Right? So, for what's Trachum by Mabishton is Andesh? We get to Meret Vegin Yidin. We let men as I Vegin Yidin. The Freden with Yid Vegin Yidin. there's no debate. That's the point. There's no debate anymore. They used to make. There's no debate. No one says different. I'm telling you. There's no debate anymore. Everybody wants to be mechazakidish kinder. Some people are just following routine. That's it. No, there's no debate. Somebody believes in a shita that you have to put down people. I don't know one person like that. A normal person. I'm telling you, there's no debate. It's people who believe this. Thoughtful people who care. Now we just have to agree on the term normal. They're just they're following routine. 
the phone. Every one of them, not everyone, many of them have children who are struggling with Yiddishkeit or Eneklach. Okay. So, so they, all, they all care. They all care about that. And if you give them a way how to connect to these kids, they'll embrace it. They will not be able to do it. Technology is not people's immune system. We have to build their souls. They should have such a powerful Yiddish guy that when they're 22, Zol Zayn, of course you should avoid internet from your house as much as possible. I don't have internet in my house. And of course, people shouldn't have smartphones and iPhones as much as possible. Forget about Sneas, the addiction of texting and emails and games. Forget about anything. The addiction is Shrekach. Never mind if there's no Shmira. So then it's other Khurbanis. But even if there is a shmirah, you have to be very careful because it's addiction. But at some point, your son is going to be 21 years old. He's going to get married. He's going to go into real estate or wherever he's going to go. If you stop right here, you're going to be choking us out on it. Yeah? Okay. So I'll stop. It's another partial. Do you think I disagree with this? Alphus Mereta is nisht liberal spinelessness. This is Torah's Hashem Tmima Meshivas Nafesh. Pekudei Hashem Yesharim Mesam Chilev. It's not liberal spinelessness, liberalism and spinelessness. Okay. Is yet Tashayla. Eibdei Yid Hatan Eneko. On Ezarab von Derech. And so da chabatske shliach in India, and Friday afternoon as that a medal was is angeton nicht mamershaft in shenstin and best in eifen, yeah. And he can de einlad naf shabbos. And he gets in and says, "Hello, you want to come to my house for shabbos?" So she says, "You're not allowed to speak to me. My riddin v'loy mylin, yeah." So he said, "I'll ask your father or your zayda." And he calls the zayda, and he tells the zayda, "Hezekai, I have your einikol here." And she would love to come for Shabbos. She'll light candles. She'll have a Siddur Shabbos. She'll hear Divri Torah. She'll eat kosher and But I have a problem. I read in one of your svarim that we're not allowed to be Makad of Eden. So let me ask you. You think you could find a heter for this girl? <laughs> so probably every one of them will say, Sada heter. Sada heter, yeah? Vet menem zogin. 
Und was, was, was ist also schwer verstehen, als der andere seinen euch Kinder von dem Libönischen Leulen? Bonem Atem Hashem Alokeichem. They would say, don't do it in my house. Don't come here. Fuck, fuck. You answered this before. They can't describe you. So sign, but for his daughter or granddaughter, he's not going to say it's us to be Makadavir, right? Why? Because he knows, Ayyidish and Hashama, and it's my child. It's my child. I'm telling you, no, nobody disagrees. I promise you, nobody disagrees. Agreed, yeah. Auf sein Tochter agreed to Adenisht. Ich weiß, auf sein Tochter agreed to Du hast ihm sagen, als jede Mädel ist der Eberste sein Tochter. most of the, those who had an issue with the kids and the big levels was how far you're allowed to go in terms of uh, dropping certain things for that sake. Let's say having a meal together with the girls together, if, the, if that's permitted or not. Also, let's have a Russia. It wasn't about the idea if you're allowed to be Makar of someone. sensitive. Sie drehen sich im Monsi tausende Kinder für seine Mechala Shabbos. Sollen sie gehen und reintunken auf Finger in kalte Wasser, ein Röschen von der Dalarames und prüfen Mechala für sein Ene Azakin zu Jiddischkeit. And tell me, what's going to be effective? Unless we say, we don't care. Sollen sie alle gehen Lazazel, mit der Säule Lazazel. Als er das ein jiddischer Mann ist, ich frage. Wir dürfen nicht gehen in Monsi. Wir können gehen in Butterpark. We can gain in Willemsburg, we can gain in Lakewood, we can gain in Crown Heights, we can gain in Yerushalayim, we can gain... Umetum can we gain? Hundertere, hundertere. Huh? What? Nobody says that. Not one person says that. There's the Satme Rebbe, there's the Belzer Rebbe, there's the Skolene Rebbe, there's the Babiver Rebbe. Nobody says that. I didn't hear that. Nicht bei der Litwischen, nicht bei der Chassidischen, who says that? I, I heard it from, from, a, from a very influential Hasidur. I feel in Chabad, sagt man das I heard it from a very influential Hasidur. He said, he also had that question, probably people asking him, and he said, listen, if I want to preserve my people, I have to, move, uh, to turn an eye away. And if it's this Rosh Hashiva's son, what is he going to say? I want to know. I don't think so. He would, he would maybe but say that, that he should go outside right? And work with him there, but not take him in and do it. Okay. I don't want to have it like that.
I'm very optimistic. Ich bin optimistisch. Huh? Very. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.